Clock struck 11, Oh, that was Brad Stark. Brad, Brad is one of the funniest people in the world that I know. Uh, and it just, I don't know how success works because I look at his skill set and I think, you, you can sing, you can write. Why aren't you doing it? I don't know. So, anyhow, welcome to the Nooner Podcast on this Monaco Internet Radio Network. I'm host, my name is Marty. I'm a host, my name is John. I'm Steve. That's the best you're going to get at this, no, at this no, juncture. I'm, I'm just amazing that, amazed that we didn't have to wait Marty, for Marty, like five seconds. Of why, why didn't I get any food? Oh, you, everyone else is eating and I don't have any food. Wait, uh, just some, give me yeah. a second. Okay, we're going to pause this. Uh, I, I, no, so can we, uh, yeah, just can you make something yeah, for yeah, me? Yeah. Okay, I'm, uh, what, what sounds good? An omelette? Well, the omelet sounds like it wouldn't take very long. How about um, roast duck? Mm-hmm. Did you guys do Peking duck? Yeah. You did? Did it you make it or did you go out and see it? Go, go out and, did you go out and shoot it? We saw it. it. Opening night. It was great. <laughs> Not a dry eye in the house. Was it Peking? Uh, oh, no. oh, jingle your keys. Mm. Dad. Dad. Okay, Dad. Okay, Boomer. No, I think that's done, right? That was a week of yeah, yeah. Okay, Boomer and yeah, now it's done. It's Watchmen memes. Right. Hey, leave those out. I want to. I want to like break down every <laughs> single key you have. No, you I want every. Yeah. That is your one done. man show. You on stage no. taking each key and saying. I, I I tried it. This was really. Yeah, it was. It was on Broadway for like a week. <laughs> Frank Rich uh, didn't closed like it. really quickly. Yeah, yeah. It closed really quickly. So uh, Cassandra is in Spain, and I want to make an apology to anybody who's listening live, uh, or if you're potting it, because I. Oh, that's it. Oh, there's more. You're just apologizing. Yeah. For listening. Yeah. Okay. No, uh, because I, I uploaded the wrong um, show last week. Nothing to do with Will. It was just me. What? Uh, was it a better show than our show? No, I uploaded oh. a, the week the show from the week before. Oh. Yeah. So you not- didn't like upload the Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> oh my God. We I think we our would listenership would go, we, we would, would at least double. Oh, Steve, why are you holding back these ideas? I'm fucking giving you right now, real time and live. Let's just know, like, let's just cut in Joe Rogan from this point on. And you know, after every show, I, I kick myself, even if it's a good show, just like Tom Brady. Have we ever had a good show? I, I'm just oh, okay. theoretically. Theoretically, yeah, yeah. Why, Tom, did, why was Tom Brady so upset? Because he's such a fucking competitor. Right. He won, but not by enough. For those uh, in the European Union, American <laughs> soccer is uh, a thing we do here. We watch it's but once a week. And these giant American soccer, American soccer, yes, yeah. not European soccer. It's rugby with pads, rugby with pads, and mm-hmm. a lot of brain damage. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a team from New England that I follow called the Patriots, uh, and they, they're quite a good team. But uh, they won against the Cowboys, America's team. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't why is it America's team? I would think Patriots would be more American than Cowboys. Yeah, because well, the, the Dallas would win in the seventies. That's true. Well, there's a Western I'd watch: Cowboys versus uh, Patriots. Staubach versus. How about uh, the, the Cowboys versus the Redskins? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do they ever play? That's awkward. That's a yeah, that's, that's a the, a rivalry. That's a, is it? Yeah. Well, so who would who would win if it was the the Cowboys versus the Lions and the Cowboys didn't have any guns? The Lions. Who would versus who would win? Lions versus the Bears. Bears. Bears, you think? Yeah. yeah. Bears are, I think, way more. Well, but strong. Lions work together. Do you think they would? Well, they do. They hunt in packs. They but, hunt in but prides. Wait, but the females are the ones who hunt. Yeah. Are you saying, well, I mean, so we're they're not going to be anim- the ones on the field. We're talking about animals playing football. Oh, we're not going to actually. Oh, we're actually having like like we're just 11 lions are going to line up against 11 bears. Yeah. And someone's going to blow a whistle and then we just watch for an hour yeah. as they just destroy each other. Yeah. That's a fucking great idea. Thank you. That Thank would you. revive Broadway. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then we have the Bengals versus the Giants. If you just, I don't even know what a Bengal is. Isn't, Isn't it? A, it's a tiger, tiger, right? No, I thought that was one of those, you know, walk like an Egyptian. Ladies. No, that, those are the Bengals. That's what you said. Bangles. They're the Bengals. Not the bangles. The bangles. Can you hear the difference? Nope. Bangles, bangles, nope. bangles, bangles. White people all look bangles. like me. <sighs> Racist. Uh, so in Hong Kong, there were this past weekend, there were um, district elections. And Hong See, Kong, they got democracy. It's all good. It's over. No, mm-hmm. Yeah, Hong Kong has been like just paralyzed by, by uh, citywide protests for the past couple months. Uh, anti-government, pro-democracy uh, uh, protests. And so they had just a, a district election, and it was a, a, a big victory for the pro-democracy movement. Um, they gained several seats in, in the... Uh, uh, fake Congress they have? In the fake Congress they have, which is you know, basically still controlled by the national government. I mean, they just have such a stranglehold on, on there. But still, it was a, a success... Uh, you know, for these um, these pro democracy protesters, uh, of course, the Chinese government blamed what the West for this, and they were the West. Yeah, what did we do? We, we oh, we passed a bill that said, that did nothing. Yeah, we passed a bill. And the president but also didn't just sign our, it. Our influence in general uh, has just steered the these uh, the these Chinese people who are were you know they were independent before 1997. And now they right. are. Well, they were British. Yeah, yeah, but they were an, they were an independent nation. Are, 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 I, I, and forgive my ignorance. So most, why 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 should right, we do that? Enjoy my ignorance. Okay, I'm not no, going to forgive I'm it. Ready. I'm gonna Here's my it. ignorance. A lot of the protesters are Chinese people, correct? Right. What I've seen, but wouldn't also the? I mean, it's filled with Anglo-Saxons. Am I using the word correctly? So there's a lot of white people there too. Uh-huh. Are they protesting as well? I don't believe so because I think most of those people are prob- expats. Yeah, they they're prob- not citizens. I of think some. Hong Kong. Are, I think, but they're. I think most of them aren't. Okay, that's yeah. what I would suggest. Well, if we only knew someone who lived there and could explain this, yeah, Vincent, should we call Cassandra? Get her on the blower. See what she's up to over there in Barcelona. The blower. The blower. You know that that Spain and Hong Kong are very far apart from each other. Yeah, but she knows everything or has yeah. an opinion about everything. That's true. I feel so relaxed. She's not here. We don't have to be all uptight and woke. We can just be a bunch of guys on a Tuesday night. Just let get it some all cigars. Out. We're all wearing collared shirts with buttons. We yeah. look quasi presentable, yeah, and we're I, just gonna I, I unpack some shit. So, uh, Carrie Lam, who's the head of yeah, Hong Carrie Lam, she's the executive. She doesn't seem like a lot of fun. No. Well, well she looks. She doesn't look like a, a powerful evil figure. I know. So I her name is Carrie. 
mm-hmm. right? First of all, her name is Carrie. That doesn't sound like you'd be and running she, much of anything. And, and she she looks like a librarian. Her last name is named after a nice, fluffy yeah, little... Yeah, she's just a sweetheart. No offense to anyone, but she looks like she uh, is a principal of a private school. She really does. Oh, but like one of those, like, you know, from like Suspiria, where there's like a huge cabal. Like, yeah, she's yeah. done some... Sh- she's seen some shit, but... Yeah. On the from first upon first blush, he does not seem. Did you go to a private school? Uh, private university, but not. No, I went to public school. school. Did you go to private high school? Mm-mm. I went to a private high school, and let me tell you, they're all like Suspiria. Oh, yeah. All right. Just so I Good mean, it's just, you don't have to like make the extra definition. She looks like she'd be the headmistress of a private school. Yeah, yeah. Um, Where they they if you if you do something wrong, they ship you off to mainland China. Yeah, and that's yeah, that's one of the the things that they're upset about. But and it's interesting because like she's very politic about the, her response. She's like, okay, we will humbly listen to the public's opinion, um, but ultimately she's you know a, a puppet, a puppet. Yeah, a Chinese yeah. national. Can we can we and do a little compare and contrast here? Oh, in 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 China, in Hong Kong, they're oh. This I feel like a character. China, coming. yeah. Are, are you you gonna, watch TV in America. Uh, you TV are on TV, you. and what? I don't know. I don't no, know. yeah. In America, we watch TV. In in China, TV watches you. Nicely done. Thank you. Or just steal that guy's jokes from the eighties and just do it in China. Mm-hmm. You could have a career. Yakov Chang. <laughs> <laughs> in China, we don't watch TV. TV watch us. That was wow. me. That was my. That was my character. Uh, I hope your mom didn't pick this one to. Oh, I, know. I should listen to Marty's. Po- yeah, oh God, he's back! So also <laughs> this past week, the uh, the New York Times released. Uh, they they were publishing findings from some uh, some whistleblower materials that came out of China uh, regarding the Uyghurs. Do you guys know who the Uyghurs are? Yeah, yeah, yeah uh-huh. they live up the street from me. Yeah. Um, they're, they're, they seem like nice people. Eastern Chinese Muslims. Western Chinese. Western Chinese. I always mix, I always confuse Yeah, because that. it feels different. Yeah, right? it feels yeah. weird. Uh, so these are, uh, they're ethnically, uh, well, they're, they're Chinese nationals, but they're ethnically more diverse than the, the, the Han Chinese, and they're, most of them are Muslims. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a lot of economic yeah, development. Up, up near the steppes? Yes. Yeah. Oh, uh, actually, well, the steps are kind of north, right? Yeah, they are. Yeah, this is like more way for Kazakhstan, way out west. Uh, yeah, yeah. So they they have more um, sort of Stanish features, you know. Yeah, they're Stanish. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot they of them are Muslims, and they have. There has been a systematic effort there because there's a lot of economic development out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Chinese government has tried to basically wipe them out uh, culturally. Mm-hmm. So they they educate them. Yeah, they've basically created a concentration camp that, and have imprisoned. That we don't have any exact numbers, but it's you know estimated like a million Uyghurs have been re-educated, and they're put in these camps where they're basically judged by how well they speak Mandarin, and they're make them sing songs about the party. Yes, and and make them renounce their Muslim heritage and uh, and basically brainwashing them. And this has all come out. The Chinese have not really denied it, but they have attacked the the New York Times for being, you know, a puppet of the the West. Uh, so, 
And, and basically, they've also like basically outlined how to imprison Uyghurs and how to find them using social media and, and the internet. Mm -hmm. But they don't have social media. There's the yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. They do. Just not. They have their own Twitter. They have their yeah, own. But it's like Google. super regulated, you know, and or and there's it's huge not over regular. It is. You are talking to the government. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. But yeah, they don't have Facebook or Twitter right. or yeah. Google, or but Google. they have their own versions. Their and, own. and you guys, have you guys heard about the, the this this Uyghur, um, I don't know. The downtroddingness of the Uyghurs? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. The, the oppression. Yeah. And yes. And this is actual. It's on my you know, list of things to worry about. It is? It's a long list. Yeah. But it, I mean, this is a million people who are. Yeah have been uh, like systematically oppressed and it there's government documentation to support is it, it really just a million uh, at least a million at least a million yeah because that's not a lot of people when you talk about china uh sure sure that's uh, like one block in china yeah yeah seriously yeah. but they yeah they have these camps re-education uh, like camps that are camps, out there yeah. mm -hmm. uh and i don't know if people know that about that a lot uh here like, we are not really talking about it, are we? Well, like I said, there's... Commander there's Cheeto, uh, you know, obfuscates a lot of the news landscape. Yeah, sucks yeah, a lot exactly. of the oxygen out of the room. That's why I don't pay attention to him. But there's interestingly, there's, you know, because there's so much censorship in China, uh, there's a, a, a very enterprising young TikToker who basically put out a video like that starts with her, like, teaching people how to curl eyelashes and then it's like you know how long are tiktok videos uh, really 40 seconds something like mm -hmm. that yeah so like basically the first five and last 40 seconds whatever last five seconds are her talking about like curling eyelashes but in the middle she's just like it's like what we're gonna do with this and we're just we're gonna put joe rogan in the middle and right, then right, we'll, right, we'll right, finish right. up with so a couple of questions sit tight people <laughs> joe's on his joe's way he's coming yeah uh, and by the way, it's Joe from like two years ago when he's talking about, uh, you know, Gangnam style. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. It's not always going to be gold. If you want gold, listen to Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. But uh, I thought it was really a really clever way. And so basically she sl slipped through the TikTok filter and, and for a very short period of time and that that little bit of... Um, awareness got uh, leaked out there. Oh, so the the censors of TikTok in China only look at the first like ten minutes, or they basically or ten five seconds. seconds. Yeah, and yeah. They just basically because they, they see a teenage girl like curling her eyelashes. They're like, all right, next this one. is safe. Yeah, that's good to know. Yeah, and so then a, a bunch of people were copying her, and it's just like a great uh, thing. That poor little teenage girl who wanted information about how to curl her eyelashes, and she's got to get this political diatribe in the middle. Bullshit! Yeah. It's like oh, send her to our another podcast. one of these. So what happened to that poor girl who actually did that? Oh, thing? they killed her. Yeah, they, they killed, killed her. Killed yeah. Her. No, she's. I don't know where. Uh, that uh, enough about her, but like there was a rumors that she had been uh, kicked off of TikTok. Um, but uh, let's see here. Uh, That's all right. Uh, okay, we don't need to know. All right, no, no. Let me read this kicked thing. Kicked off of TikTok. Can you imagine? Yeah, that's got a great oh, ring she's, to um, it. Kicked she's, off of TikTok. Yeah, like that. She's a, a Muslim teenager from New Jersey. Oh, okay. Yeah. So she's not going to be killed by the Chinese. No, government, probably no. unless they take over in New Jersey, which is. It's possible. Uh, likely. She'll probably be in a car accident. <laughs> Turns out they own New Jersey. So it's an interesting way to sort of uh, sneak past the censors and, and sort of game the system. Um, 
to send out a very positive message or not a, uh, or whatever, raise awareness for something horrible that's happening. So she's in New Jersey and she did this on TikTok. TikTok is owned by the, the Chinese. Chinese. Yeah. And the, so th- was her um, TikTok, is it a tweet talk? Twitter, TikTok, TikTok, What do the kids call it? They just call it a TikTok. As of airtime, there were... Nobody, multi- there no were contract, there were contradictory like reports of what happened to her. Her account. is that what is airtime right now? Is that what you're saying? When you said as of airtime, what that, did you think I meant? I don't know. What did you think I meant? As of airtime here, <laughs> what, now. What, what did you think I meant by that? Now. Yeah. Yeah. So could you just say now next time? No. <laughs> he's using broadcast speak, John. No, just let him. Let him three. Two, Two, one, and... No, no, you don't see the one. Oh, you don't? Oh, shit, I learned something. Yeah. I thought you do three, two, one, and then you point. I, no, you don't no, say the three, zero. Two. Think, think about how far along in your career you'd be if you knew that. <laughs> that much further along. I'm holding my fingers very close together. So speaking of internet yeah. uh, uh, freedoms, Sasha Baron Cohen w- received an ADL award. That's the Anti-Defamation League Oh, award. I thought it was adult... I thought it was oh that's adult video vi- video award. AVS A- adult A-B-W. video awards yeah uh, so he received um, an ADL award uh, about his I guess advocacy um, as a comedian uh huh and did you did you watch that speech it is very no. is a very powerful thoughtful compelling speech uh, Steve you saw this it, is right? the guy who. Said, um, wrestled naked uh, with a big a, fat guy. He hired a, movie. a rooster on the subway in New York and said, "She bite that that guy." <laughs> okay. Yeah, and then yeah, so I, he won an award. I watched. Mm-hmm. I watched his uh, his serious. Um, you know, I'm a spy in Israel um, series for about 25 minutes and said to myself, "A. Sasha Baron Cohen is a fantastic actor. B. I don't want to watch him when he's not being funny." So ah. where can I not watch this fantastic? No, no, speech? it's actually a very funny speech. Oh, it is. Yeah, oh, yeah. okay. Cause, yeah, because he goes through the. His Does he take off all of his clothes? <laughs> yeah, he takes off <laughs> his clothes. He he. he We're te- talking about Borat, right? Yeah, yeah. He yeah. he he teabags the head of the ADL. <laughs> the guy who told his little friend uh, to shave his back pussy from the Borat movie. Yeah. This guy won is an award winner. Yeah, yeah. For the anti-defamation. Well, I mean, he makes a very good point of about how his like by singing. The song about throw the Jew down the well. Mm-hmm. It's pointing out. Let's all sing it together. Come on, right. throw the. J- Is that a song from his movie? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a good title. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> throw the. J- I think I'm going to sing it this year at Hanukkah. Yeah, but he was saying that because it's not really a good idea. Okay. Because you him, ruin the well. Let him finish. You, let him finish. you ruin the well. He's getting. And you've only gotten rid of one. No. Jew. There's only so much wine that can cool okay. the. Okay. Uh, Sorry. The, the steam. Sasha Baron Cohen. Got an award for being awesome, and I, that's great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I saw excerpts of the speech. Yeah. I didn't see it all. It was too long. What did you think? Um, it didn't move me. Why not? I, I'm dead, he, I'm dead he, inside. He only, he only watched excerpts. I watched excerpts. <laughs> and it went like this. I liked it. And this is... I thank you very much. I watched all of his hold for applause. <laughs> just him just like, going <laughs> beneath, and then... Sh- 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 and then him going... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, That's well, he was. He talks about how, like, his by being uh, this sort of racist character, it, he's appealing to those who are watching who recognize that, 
and he's exposing the racism, the fact that he got a, an entire bar in Arizona s to sing along with him to throw the Jew down the well. That, that, that was sort of shining a light on how racism still exists. Sure. And, and I think, fair point. But then he was... Absolutely. And he, then he started talking about how uh, Facebook was the greatest propaganda machine in history and that... Amen. The, and that there are the Silicon Six, you know, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Google, uh, these the six people who head these things basically control like a third of the information that that people you know absorb. And yeah. most of them are Jews, right? Um, Zuckerberg, not Google. Uh, yeah, that's um, all right. Just one of them is a Jew. Yeah, well, right. that, that's. Progress. Well, that, then it'd be easy to throw that one down the well. Yeah, he looks like he, he he looks like he was just came out of a well. Yeah, yeah, he does. He needs to get out more. Uh, but basically, he's calling on governments to like censor these companies, control them, control How? them. How through regulation? How are you going to regulate the internet? Turn it off? No, no, no. You just you you basically yeah you turn them off if they they make violations or you find them. So my question is: mm. Is that the right way to do that? And, you know, I, I, I did not research this fully, but uh, one of these pundits was saying how, like, during Nazi or pre-Nazi Germany, there, it was illegal to have uh, hate speech a against a, a specific group. And, you know, so you couldn't publish anti-Semitic uh, propaganda, but the Nazis used that to martyr themselves and say, oh, we're being victimized yes. from free speech. Yeah, so can I, I, I have a thought on this. So the, I, I'm, a, I'm a very big believer in um, that the best, uh, the, the best solution, uh, uh, the best uh, opponent of, of, of hate speech is more speech. In other words, it, prohibition of speech doesn't work. And what happened very recently, uh, I believe it was Twitter, who basically, uh, I think it was Twitter, it might have been Google, that reduced the ability of advertisers or people to put in targeted political ads or targeted ads at a, at a micro level. Because, and the argument against that is there, there are people who are putting out misinformation to very targeted populations on Facebook and on Google and on Twitter. Uh, maybe like, you can't do it on Twitter, I'm not sure. But the point is, is that those kinds of lies that are going to say, um, you know, white men over the age of 55 who live in rural Iowa um, are not being exposed to the light. So these people are seeing things that aren't true, and they, because the people who know that they're not true aren't able to see them because they're not targeted, that stuff is, you're not able to respond to it. So you have this whole sort of, culture that is living on there's a uh, a server you know this whole the president's idea that there's a server in ukraine that has all of the dnc's secrets on it as if any of that even makes sense that it would only make sense to a 70 year old person who's never actually used a computer and doesn't understand the cloud or or really how anything works and that's the the basis of his whole um ukraine uh madness right but that's a that's an example of the kind of conspiracy theory, the kind of misinformation that gets targeted uh, by these platforms to very very specific people. 
um, and you can't tell that it's it's misinformation because the people who know this misinformation or ha- would have an opportunity to say, hey, that's not true, don't see it. So how would you? Uh, so I think I think the regulation should be um, that you can't micro target um, messages to. Um, groups that are smaller than, I think the, the rule that Google or whichever, whoever came up with this rule this past week is something like you can't go to a, a, a population that's smaller than 10,000. So you can't micro... Wait, wait, describe, micro d- define like a population. like how, A population how, like, you know, um, Asian American men who are born... are way more than 10,000. Who are born in Northern California. Way more than didn't 10, get married until they were past 40. Okay, that's like one. one. <laughs> Damn it! Uh, no, this is Google that that made this. Uh, Was this it Google? Rule. Yeah. Yeah, and it, I mean, and then, you, and then Twitter banned uh, political ads altogether. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, but uh, Facebook, which is a larger voice than than either of those two in terms of spreading misinformation, is has not. Taken and I don't understand why they won't. I mean, it seems like they probably they probably will, but. Basically, they have to have an argument about well, we're going to lose like millions of dollars. But I also think that that. Mark Zuckerberg is like he's maintaining that we are not a we're not a news organization we're just a platform. Everything that guy says in, in regards to this sounds like horseshit. It yeah, really I mean does. that's the thing. It's a business, and as a business, you have the right to refuse service. Yeah, so just do that. And you know, there's Section 230 in the like whatever you know about that, right? The the there's legislation that basically protects platforms. They, they they're not necessarily responsible for the people who are uh, spouting things on their platform, which some people say that, oh, Facebook should be responsible because they're the ones controlling the fire hose. But if you, if that were the case, then the amount of information would be so restricted, you know? And so I think that right. we, we have to have some sort of natural sort of uh, flow of information where, where the good ideas work. Right, that's that's the ideal. But I my, my theory is that we're... I was sort of thinking about the evolution of different companies and thinking back to, you know, it used to be, I was listening to some something about the internet, thinking about like the beginning of the internet, GeoCities and Angel Fire, and then you had, you had CompuServe and AOL and all these things that are basically gone, and Progedy, you know, which is run by Sears, which is completely out of business, and MySpace and all these different things. And we look at these giants now and think that, they're never going to go away, and the problem seems intractable. But I, I think that uh, this decade, when we get to talking about this decade, is going to be the decade that's defined by uh, FOMO, fear of missing out. And I think the next decade is probably going to be, you know, JOMO, joy of missing out. People are going to say, I don't need to know that. I don't need to know that. I don't did, need you to just coin, did you just coin JOMO? No, you did not. Oh, just that's a thing already? Oh, I didn't? No. Oh, no. I thought I did. I, you, were no, cl- no. you were close to landing a point there. Yeah, yeah. No. Wait a minute. <laughs> I made it up just now. Okay. I, somebody else might have made it up before. Yeah, I just heard it this past week. Um, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm in the zeitgeist. Yeah. Look uh, at you. I have my finger on the pulse. Wow. Yeah, it's, uh, there's a, a professor named uh, Scott Galloway at the Fuck at, him. At, at, at NYU my Business School. Wow. And he, he talks about Joyo this, this past I week. I think yeah. I'm into that now. That's my thing. Yeah. I mean, that's something that you've been talking about with Duck, Duck Go Jomo, and yeah. getting off of Facebook. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. And I right. love it. I'm exactly. so happy. You're much happier because, I mean, when we were kids and, you know, I was, obviously I was a kid. Yeah, you were in your, you were in your 30s. Okay, let's just be fair. 
<laughs> but you were you were uh, you were you're on your second child. But yeah, go ahead. Finish. I thought it worked really well when people got like a half hour of news at night in the national news. I think that's really all we need. I don't think we have more news now. To people are overreacting. They're getting tar- and the thing I was going to say about you know in comparison is that in China mm-hmm. they they went they went nuts for months because. Uh, they're taking away their freedoms. Um, but basically, it started with extradition, an extradition rule. In Bolivia and in uh, Colombia and in uh, all these really? other... In, Columbia, in Bolivia and Colombia, they're, they're, they're dying on the streets over like a raise in... Um, Gas in, prices. In, no, it's, no, that's, it's, that's a... Ra- it's a bus prices. Oh, yeah, but yeah. And like a 3% raise in the subway is, is causing people to go out of their minds. Here, we have a pr- president who lies... Like a rug all day long, and nobody cares. The economy's good. It's no yeah. one's going. No, the yeah. stock market is good. Jobs are up, even though they're bad jobs. But right, yeah. yeah. Well, that's. I, I don't know if the people's everyone's lives are are necessarily like increased because. Well, why aren't they rioting? What, what what's the what's the tipping point for yeah. these lazy yeah. football watching? Internet obsessed, goddamn! Oh, I wish the millennials here. I would just fucking tear into her. She's why the problem. Why don't you riot? I'm white and wealthy. I'm happy. What 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 I have to rob? But to answer Marty's question from like 30 minutes ago, um, uh, a I don't think you can regulate the internet because at some point it's going to be decentralized. You can't turn it off. Mm. It'll just be like a peer to peer. You know, like what they're talking about on Silicon Valley. At some point, all of our phones will be. Uh, um, what's it called on Tor? What's the exit node? Nodes. Right? They'll all be nodes. Like there'll be no physical internet right. right right right. so you can't like i know china has a but firewall you, where they can turn off external whatever but they built that in like we don't have that so a you can't do it and then mr cohen if that is your real name um i think what's going on now is a good thing i think his speech was very thoughtful oh i'm sure it was, and a great it was speech. very you know it, it did, did highlight a lot of the things like you know the rise of White nationalism, the white rise, but of it, flat it's not—it's not a rise. It's—it's it's, it's been around forever. You just no, no, didn't know about no, no, it. No, actually, no, no. But my no, point no. attacks you, so let me finish it. You—you <laughs> <laughs> no. you are the problem. Well, I'm. You're. No, 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 I'm, a I'm just saying that, that that this is like a byproduct, and it's like the the net effect. I completely disagree. Respect. No, irrespect. No. What's what's the opposite of respectfully? Unrespectfully. Unrespectfully? Sure. I shit on you. I shit on your face and farted. These white nationalists were around. This, these ideas were being passed around. We just live in a silo because we watch TV, which is regulated. We live in a sort of Hollywood bubble. No offense to Hollywood, but these people were- I take offense. Okay, whatever. Just Who let Hollywood in here? I know. Mike Hollywood. My dad owns the, uh, the industry. And uh, it, I think it's good that we know that these people are thinking this way, exactly to what John said, which pains me to utter mm. that, oh, if you if you uh, regulate it, it will go underground. It'll be, I remember as a kid, there was white supremacy leaflets and zines before there was the internet. Oh, of course. So I think it's a good thing that you know that there is a... Wow! Like unabashed white supremacist yeah, yeah. in the white. I, not, I, not Trump. Trump doesn't. Let's leave him alone. He's I, I didn't he's say doing his the best. But Stephen, like St- I'm, Stephen Miller, Stephen Miller, and Breitbart and those weird websites that I went Santa on Monica today. High. He went to Samo. Eh, you know what? The, they all can't be movie stars. Some of them have to be fucking trolls. But uh, Wait, the, he's a DC three. I don't know what that means. Well, like you know, they Washington three. You know, Washington, oh, right, Hollywood, right, right, Hollywood. right, right, right. 
I, I named an airplane. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was like, uh, what is, 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 that, is that the one with the, the Washington two? Four. Washington Four. Okay. How's that? Um, I, th- that you know that he goes to these websites, that you know that there are that these these things exist because for eight years with Obama, you were like, it's all fixed. He it's all good now. We got a great guy who's got good ideas and he smells good and he looks nice and he speaks pretty. And we forgot that like, no, there, there is this element here, at least in America. I don't know what the rest of the world's like. Cause I don't give a fuck. Um, but I, 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 no, I, do, oh, I like you, Kong Kong. I, I'm going to, uh, uh, I think that a lot of what you said is correct. And thank you. But some, there's the, the okay. thing about, uh, we'll see you next Tuesday. That was a yeah. win for me. Yeah. So the, the thing is, is that Facebook and Google, can actually sell you big data about all of everybody. And that's what's, and, and the white nationalists um, and, and other groups are using that data to target and find and recruit people. Well, it, there's in, a and, great... And also, also uh, places like Russia and China and North Korea and us, yeah. too, I'm sure, are, are, are exciting um, protest in certain areas. They're... they're uh, sending out misinformation, but they're sending out misinformation in a, in a using big data and using Facebook and what is the giant um, social media platform that we don't know about, but that down in Brazil, Badu or something. That's Weibo. Weibo is Weibo is China. Weibo is China, but there's one in that's it that we've never anyway. El Weibo. Yeah, El Weibo. <laughs> there's uh, Sao Weibo. So so Los Weibos. If it was just the internet and it was just peer to peer, like you're saying. Then I don't think you'd have the problems that we have, but now we're micro-targeting people, um, so that you're 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 giving them like exactly what they want to hear and living into their fantasies, so that they're they're saying, yeah, it's all, all the Democrats are out to destroy the country, and Trump is the yeah. But couldn't you harness in. that to get people excited about climate change? Couldn't you yeah, use no, it for they, good? But they yeah. are though. They okay. are. Yeah. So they're but doing. The so thing. there you go. So in, no, the, the game has changed. The, 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 in the New Yorker, in the New Yorker, there oh. was an there was a uh, somebody uh, reads. Yeah. No, no, it was the podcast. I don't. I don't. Read. Okay. Uh, they they profiled this woman uh, named Samantha, who is just like you know this hipster whatever barista who had a right wing boyfriend, and basically because she was feeling alienated. She became like cut his penis off. Uh, no, she no. became just listen. She became like a a big mucky muck in the white nationalist movement, and she didn't necessarily adhere to these the the ideals of it, but she got caught in it because she felt a belonging. And I think that's what the internet provides is an avenue for people to belong. You know, the, sure. the furries find the furries, and not everybody like is. As into furries as Steve is, but um, I love him. <laughs> but you know, I'm into it because I've you know I get to yeah. You but know, don't you believe in the, democracy? The, don't you believe that no, that's the marketplace of ideas? Exactly. I don't believe in white nationalism. But if that's what everybody wants, aren't we supposed to get behind that? No, 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 no. no, 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 no. no, no. That's not I, democracy. I'm no, just no, 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 educate, that's, educate that's me. That's not democracy. Get, get, you don't have to get behind what everybody else is getting behind. The Bill of Rights. Uh, gives you the right to disagree with. The I majority. understand, but if, if but, the, but it is it is a rising movement in if, in the world, like there is a climate absolutely. change movement. If they elect a openly white supremacist uh, president, yes, is that our president? I don't know. That is our president. That's our president. Yes, but, like, but I think if he's if he if he 
and in, in luckily, why is it a he? It luckily, could be a she. Luckily, probably going to be a one, The one that they elected <laughs> was not only a white supremacist and a crazy conservative and didn't believe in climate change, but he's also a clumsy oaf. Who? Oh, he's not a white supremacist. Okay. Get off. Uh, let me just well, he's let orange, me just so like close yeah. it out by he's, saying he's like, an orange supremacist. We all agree that the internet needs to be free uh, or very open, and it's up to companies to to regulate how they want to appear. And the marketplace will respond to that. Like, for instance, you, you, do you use Facebook at all? Oh, yeah, I use Facebook. Okay. I, I, to wipe my ass. I, I do not. And Steve, you've left it. And so yes. th- we have responded as, as participants in the market. But at the same time, like, it's up to the organizations like the ADL to, sure. to deal with the, these are the rules. How are you going to use these rules to spread a, a very, you know, open communication and, and defeat the sort of hate speak and ignorance, you know. It's just, it's just harder. Is that a question? No, no I'm just, not I'm really. Just saying, I'm saying let's move on because I think we're all are in agreement here. But okay. hate speak to us okay. is, is, speak, is speech to is someone who... What is moving on me? All right, fuck it. Yeah. Tom no, Brady no. plays for the New England Patriots. I hate and that And even guy. though he, he wins... Fuck that guy. He's a vegan. Is he? Yeah. I, not in the off season. No, he's an outspoken vegan. A vegan. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I got to stop eating meat. Yeah. He looks good. I don't know. He just was so bummed out after he won because he just didn't play well. And it's the uh, other team members and even a guy who used to play for them who's now a commentator kind of said like, get over it. Enjoy the win. And Yeah. And that's why it's a team, right? Like on your not best day, the rest of the team steps up. I, you know what? I felt a connection to him. I'm never pleased with anything. It always could be better. Every I listen to every one of these podcasts the next day and I go... And I go, we could have done this better. I could have made more fun of John and his keys and his old person. I could have well, interrupted Marty really more. I could have been more demeaning to Cassandra. I could have insulted the four listeners more so with greater accuracy. I and I just, I'm never, I don't, I don't know think if you're getting, the, I don't the, think you should be ever crux. satisfied. As a, There are three creative men sitting at this table. Are you ever satisfied with anything you've ever created? Or do you never. always see, see, I'm pivoting. I moved away. Do you are you you ever see what you did and go well that was, I can't improve upon that? Oh, uh, well you're actors now, John. What are you? Uh, a producer? Yeah, a I've raconteur. Been, I've made Not lots of different things. In are you ever pleased with anything? Am I pleased? Like with when it? you're done with a creative endeavor, you go, "That's perfect." I am. No, nobody ever said they were not exactly, perfect, but you can perfect. be happy. I'm really happy with. No, then, there's some, then it's me. It's fifty. No, look at it's years like of making stuff. I. It's really more fun to make stuff than to like work on the same thing for perfection, you know. And you can like, it's like what you talked about with the Duplass brother, or Mark Duplass, who's like, I'm going for a B plus, you know. He just keeps making. Shit. I think it was a low B. Low that B, was the quote. Whatever. All right, low B. Uh, I, I, that's I'm. Senior Smoke says, uh, "Fucking Christ!" I can't wait until we hear about happiness of missing out. Happiness of, of missing out. I think homo. Jomo. I, yeah, I got it. Oh, homo. I get <laughs> it. Uh, yeah. No, no, no. Uh, no homo. No homo. I, I don't. It doesn't quite make sense anyway. Joy of Miss Jomo. You mean a joke didn't make sense? A, a fun joke? Yeah, well, I guess it just wasn't that good. Uh, uh, Sorry. All right. So you got the note about shitting on the audience. Go, yeah. go ahead. Mm. You, well, you want to shit on Senior Smoke? No, it was no, good. It was, it was good. I, I like that. Good. It took all me right. a second. It ground the podcast to a halt, as all, as all <laughs> tweets do. 
right, that's, you know, any inertia. Is it inertia? Good job. Send your smoke. We yeah, are in full yeah. entropy at the moment. Oh, we're bloating. We're bloating, bloating. like sort of like <laughs> floating on the surface. Can't can't ride ourselves. Nope. But no, we're, we're doing it. Are we still alive? Surface tension is so uh, keeping us one up. One thing I just noticed that the oh, past, uh, just in the past week, like, there are so many good movies coming out. Like the, when? The, the last half of this year has been just fantastic for movies. Really? Uh, Charlie's Angels. Charlie's Angels. Loved it. Terminator 17. Reboot Dark of the Fate. reboot of, and paid no attention to the last two films. Seven films. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right? Uh-huh. I think so. I love how they do that. They're like, Cause I didn't those, did, those didn't happen. So I liked it. Yeah. Cool. Well, we've got uh, Little Women coming up. The Greta, really? Greta Gerwig. Oh, the reviews have been very, very good. Is it, is it based on the actual Louis, book or is it yeah. something else? It, really? It, yeah. yeah. It's but based the, on the book? It is based I on the book. I loved the books when I was a kid. Then oh, I well got then, older and realized that that was not that great a story. Wh- why? You know, I, I, well, I, I just, uh, I, I don't know. I read something recently that, that characterized it. Um, somebody, somebody loved it. But what happens at the end is that they all go from being independent women who are excited about living their own lives, except for Amy, um, to all finally finding a husband. Except for Amy. Oh, no, Amy finds uh, oh. Laurie. Beth dies. Oh, Beth. Okay. Beth right. croaks. That seemed to be a, a lot of novels of that era. I well, guess. that's that's those are the rules. It's yeah. of the era, but I think that Greta Gerwig actually, like she... But these girls kick ass, examined, right? Examined, yeah. Oh, no, that's Charlie's Angels. No, no, it's the same movie. Same it's movie. actually turns... It's little women who turn into <laughs> Charlie's Angels. Uh, but apparently, you know, Charlie's she she examines Louise May Alcott's sort of uh, situation, and and I don't I don't know I haven't read everything about it because I want to be surprised. Um, I just told you what happens at the end. No, no, from the movie. You didn't oh. tell me shit about the movie. Oh, I didn't. Is no. it based on the book? <sighs> We're doing another lap. So Here we go. There's a bombshell. Your, your podcast player is not broken, folks. The, this is John asked. <laughs> is it? Is it bombshell? <laughs> The, this is the. Uh, you didn't get what you just did. No, you just did the same. You had the same conversation twice. Okay. okay, I had the same conversation twice. Yeah, you I had, had the, the same, same conversation, conversation twice. twice. There is nothing wrong with your podcast player. So we're talking about Little Women. I read well, that. I'm just saying that <laughs> people listen to this to go to sleep, right? This is the droning three Ford voices versus Ferrari. Ah, uh, couldn't pay me to see that. Yeah, what happened? Yeah, I'm not interested in that. But the Irishman, I'm interested in. Really? Oh, it's on Netflix. You, you don't gotta, need to go out. There's and see a it. microphone in front of you. You got to talk into. That's okay. He's, I, uh, he's new here. Yeah. Really? All I said was really. What? You want to uh, see the Irishman? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I like a good Scorsese gangster film, like you know, except for Gangs of New York, which is and Casino. Never saw it. It's not good. No, yeah. it's not that good. It's right. like he's ripping himself off. It you know? really is. Well, I'm I'm interested. Okay. And okay. It's the first time he, he's worked with Al Pacino. Shocking. That's all, that's taken this long. Yeah. Al, wh- uh, wh- where have you been? They had a beef. They did. No. Oh. Uh, there's also um, Marriage Story. Have you seen that? Nope. Okay. Oh, that's uh, a Noah Baumbach film. That's on. Shelly saw that. I didn't care for it. You didn't like it. She liked it a lot. Did not care for it. But I, you know, it was, wait, is that guy Kyle in it? My friend Kyle. Yes, he's very Kylo good. Kylo Ren. Oh, yeah. Kyle, who's been on the podcast, friend of the podcast. Oh, no, yeah. the, no another guy from Indiana. Oh, Many Drivers Brothers in it. Adam no, Driver. Kyle plays a, a lawyer on it. And oh, he's great. that's good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's it's small, but of course I would, like, it's a great... It's Who a directed great, it? I heard this great story. Noah Baumbach. Noah, Noah Baumbach was going to meet with, uh, what's your face? Uh, Jennifer Jason Lee. 
No, who's who's Scarlett uh, Johansson? Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. And she, he was like, I, I, I'm looking forward to this meeting. And she says, Oh, yeah. She comes to the lunch and says, Oh, I'm sorry, I, I'm late. I'm getting divorced. And he said, Oh no, because I want to make a movie about getting divorced. But she, she was into it. Well, she didn't have to stretch, did she? No, I guess not. It's kind of sad. So that was a good. That's a sad story. Uh, there's 1917, the Sam Mendes. The year. Ne- oh. Sam Mendes film. You know, who it's all one take. All one take. Love it. Yeah. You got to really rehearse that to shoot a yeah. 90 minute movie in one take. They did it in two. Oh, they did. All right, they did well, let's takes. do one more for safety. Yeah, one more for safety. <laughs> they went with the first one. It's crazy, and it they shot it all in one day, and everybody. I, got I to feel come like home. you got to cut every now and then. The nope. actors get nope. tired. Nope. The cameraman, nope. he's nope. carrying a camera for two hours. Yeah. Wow. Roger Deakins. Wow. Really? And he's old. Yeah. He's, he's got to stand there with a the camera. Oh, yeah. So wow. That's wow. Actually, it's like a play. I mean, it is a play. It's Sam Mendes is a film. Yeah, plays are pretty much all one shot. <laughs> it's, you open your unless you fall asleep and then wake Actually, up and you're like I've cut in a couple of plays. <laughs> and cut. Okay, I'll wake up when Reset. the scene is over and action. Okay. Oh, she's got her top off. Mm. Oh. What uh, the play I had uh, saw last week had some uh, sexy stuff in it. Oh. I appreciated that as I was in a crappy so little theater. Do any of these movies excite nope. you guys at all? Not at all. No. Nope. What about then? Okay. Then of course. Then there's Star Wars episode. Nine. Nine. Rise of Skywalker. Okay. Is that what it's called? Mm. Yeah, that's yeah. that's it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, it's J.J. Abrams back. J.J. J. Abrams. They let yeah. Brian Johnson go make your Knives Out movie. Well, that's another movie that I want to see. Like, it I doesn't love, look good, but I, and I, I heard know, it's but really good. Yeah, I love a good whodunit. I don't. Is that what it is? Yeah. yeah. Oh. And it's got a great cast, but the trailers look bad. It looks like Murder by Death, you know, like a bad Murder by Death, you know. Yeah, it looks like Death Trap Simon. or something. Yeah, it looks Murder like Murder by Death is a comedy. Yeah, is it a comedy? Like yes, it, is a comedy? it is a comedy. You know, when uh, what's her name, Rosie, Rosie, who used to have the do the quicker picker up commercials. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was her name? Uh, uh, what was her name? Uh, we'll never find out. Anyway, she she was uh, she was a deaf maid, and she walks in, in Murder by Death. In yes. Murder by Death, and John Gilgood of all people is playing a blind butler. And she walks in and hands him a note. And I was watching this on TV with my father, and he thought that was the, he. He, I'd never seen him laugh so much. He, I, I thought he was going to die. I, I think it's one of the f- earliest movies where, I like, I get comedy. Yeah. Like that wasn't a cartoon, and I thought it was so funny. And that that little lisping man at the end was just hilarious. <laughs> Truman Capote. Who is this Truman Capote? Yeah. Yeah. I never saw it. Oh. I'll I'll check it out. Yeah. I, no. <laughs> is, it, is it a western? <laughs> it's yeah. a western. Yeah. I think. I think. It's, Aren't they all western? The vaults underneath the song of the south. Okay. Yeah. Okay. One of those. Yeah. Very, uh, very homophobic. Well, yeah. My point is that there's a lot of good movies coming out, and I guess you guys don't agree. No, I. I it's not that I don't agree. I, they're I all sound. They all found sound great. That uh, I don't have time. Yeah. So uh, it's a little bit of a. It's a big problem, actually. I didn't have time to watch the. Uh, the, uh, I prospect? only watched an hour of the prospect, which looked f- fantastic. Prospect, S- prospect. This is the, really the science good. fiction. I can't film. wait to watch the rest of it. Oh, yeah, cool. no, I, it's I, a western. Except it is a western. Yeah. <laughs> um, except uh, that I I wished I was really excited about the and this is a spoiler. Okay, so this is just to give some background. This was the homework from this past week. Yeah. And it's a uh, it's on Hulu. It's a science fiction film. 
Uh, it's film homework, and I'm a film professor, and I only did half of it. Mm-hmm. So you're part of the problem. I am part, part of the problem. It's part. So you are the is, problem. Uh, one of the comments here. This is one of the best space westerns I've seen in a decade. Space. I want to address John's uh, st- stubbornness about this western thing, which I, I guess now is. Um, hey, well, well, oh, I thought you were. Uh, well, I'll just attack you while Marty's left the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, fair. I, I was thinking about it, where you're you're very adamant that a western takes place in the 1860s to 1890, and it has horses and guns, mm-hmm. and you don't like how everyone calls everything a western. You mm-hmm. know, uh, who's look who's talking is a western. You get mad. And then, and then, and then I, I, I thought about film school, and I thought about all these professors who were really just film critics, and they were uh-huh. like, what did I quote Andre Bazan? You know, mm-hmm. his famous whatever. And these critics say, no, these are the tenants. And I know a lot of our listeners are like young creatives; they want to make movies, make stuff, films, webs, whatever. And I, I, I would, I would counsel them to not listen to John. Okay. Don't listen to someone saying a Western has to be this. You do whatever you want. Like I, you don't. That is that is a label that someone applies when you go to a video store back in the '90s when there were video stores and all oh, westerns are over there. But a Western can be whatever you want. I disagree with you. Thoughts? <laughs> Star- I think you're staring at me. Like, I think what you just said kind of doesn't make any sense. No, I think. I'm, I mean, all I'm saying is, is if you want to call a genre a genre, it should be in that genre. And and it, and it's a label that applies after you. I mean, it really applies after you make the movie, and it, it, you can mix genres together. But to say, you know, that look who's talking, for instance, is a western, <laughs> which you did say. I did say so that. So I'm that, gonna that use was, that against you. Yeah, use it against me. So you know, but the, when well, people if you say, think about it, yeah. well, yeah, see, see, that's it what I'm is. Saying. It is where the civilized and the uncivilized westerns. Westerns. Um, when frontiers. people say westerns uh, are about a individual character fighting against the greater whole that's like well no that's not what a western is you know that's what a movie is and there are a lot of generic elements of westerns that are also in other films but i would argue that genres the labels that we put on them are are just shorthand to to get people to watch it you know yeah that's right that's right. And so if you watch Out, Outland... And you call it a space western, and, and you, I get it. If you say a space western, but if you say it's basically a western, and then I go and I watch it, and I say, it's set on Jupiter's moon. I didn't thought it was going to be a western. Mandalorian, space western. I is prospect. It? Is it? Space western. Oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. It's a space western. We, we could call things space westerns. I'd be fine with that. Yeah, but, but see, these are the shorthands that we use to convey ideas to other people. Sure. So, so right. Exactly. I, I apologize that you, my point wasn't as clear okay. as could be. I'm just so angry at you. <laughs> I, I clouded by rage that okay, builds up. Look, look who's talking. Baby western. Babe. Okay, great. You got a genre right there. Ba- right. Uh, that uh, baby fucking western. westerns for baby. Copyright and, me. 2019. Beca- because of Mandalorian and the baby Yoda, <laughs> it's a baby western Yoda. Uh, baby space western. Meme. Meme. Yeah. Speaking baby of baby, West- baby Yoda. A friend of mine at a, I, claims that in, in Korea, there's no portmento. He's talking about... Uh, there's tra- no word for Baby Yoda. So, so we have comedies and we have tragedies and we have tragic dark comedies and tragic comedies. And so they have to be comedies. But he was pointing out that in other cultures, there's no separation 
from comedy and, and, and he was talking about some movies where um, it's some of the funniest people in, in Korea are in really I mean, dark. Look at, look at Parasite. Yeah, is Parasite a comedy? I haven't I seen mean, it's it definitely yet. a Western. Well, of course. I mean, yeah. we don't need to Bunch get of it. Korean, don't, don't get Korean, started about it. Korean. It's a Western. Did, did I mention this, uh, this movie, uh, Kashmir, that I saw where... Yeah, no, it was a, it's an Indian movie. It's a Bollywood movie. And this guy... The star is singing and dancing with everybody dun, 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 about how much he dun, loves dun, dun, dun. He's doing that song. And, um, dun, uh, bu, bu, bu. Is that how it goes? No, that's uh, McDonald's. <laughs> I always mix up. <laughs> We're loving it. What's the, yeah. what's the jingle? Yeah. I always mix that up with Led Zeppelin's Cashmere. That's well, just a me. lot of people do. Yeah, it's not just you. I think they were almost s- everybody. I believe they uh, McDonald's sued uh, uh, Led Zeppelin because yeah. they stole that uh, lick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that Go on. I'm going to sue you. Cashmere. So the, the, they the were singing and dancing. My main character singing and dancing about how happy he is. And then he. he happy he, meal he he's is. Still, he's still. The song is over and all the other dancers have left. And he's, and he's singing to himself as he walks up to his fiance's room because they're going to get it on. And then. And by uh, by and, them where they dance together. They don't actually yeah, touch. No, they don't actually touch. And then the bomb goes off and kills everybody except him. It's just like you know. All that's right, all right, John what, spoils. What genre is John that? John spoils yeah. all movies that's and books today. That's what I'm saying. What it's, genre? That w- that would be a comedy that it's really tragic. Huh. Also, I mean, it's not like a tragic comedy. It's like a musical, and it's comic, and it's tragic, and there's no there's no boundaries at all. But aren't good music, uh, good musics, good movies and music like a blend of genres? Aren't, yeah, aren't sure. the greatest like Hitchcock is like yeah, a blend absolutely. of comedy well, the movie, and westerns? Yeah. I mean, Star Wars has Western elements. Exactly. It has, That's all I'm saying. I don't think, I think things you, can blend It's just like nomenclature for I you. You don't like yes. We have spoken about this for three fucking weeks. This is crazy. Go it's on. got, you got legs, Mark. Go legs. This is just, sticky. What we're talking about is stupid. Go on. But that's, I that's just exactly like what I you're, you're, you're like steadfastness reminded me of my fucking professors where I was like, but can't you? And they're like, no, it was said by a French guy in 1960, whatever, or whenever. 60 he, what? I don't know. I don't know years. If, it, it's it, calling something a Western is like calling something purple. If you say this table is kind of purple and this is kind of purple and this is kind of purple, then purple loses its meaning. That's all I'm saying. But if you say purple, that's purple and yellow, or whatever, or it's that's more space like and, this and Western, table. This table Western. is is in the modern style, like mid-century modern. Like purple is. I think it's contemporary. Well, but there there you go. But like, I don't know. I just don't listen to John, kids. Okay. Just make whatever you want. If, if don't it, worry about honestly, yeah, the if critics. anybody Call thinks shit whatever you want. If anybody thinks that what I'm saying is you can't mix genres. They are. I, I. I take that back. Forget it. Do I know you're you mad want. at your fucking students who don't pay attention to no, you, no, and I'm, you're. I'm they not, don't understand mise en scène. That's not what I'm mad mise en scène. about. I'm mad that people are younger than me. That's well, what it is. That's, oh, that's that's what this whole that's podcast most is of this about. planet. Yeah, but I. I think that it, it is. A, it becomes a challenge of how you use your language, and and if you say to somebody something is purple, then and that's the best you can do, then. You got to try harder. So this, you know? I, I, lo- I love to just turn this podcast into uh, uh, Victenstein, Victenstein corner, and we could just talk about Victenstein's work because that's what he's, he's he goes back to saying. What is what is it we say when we say what is? There's the film student. The, the film. That's philosophy, professor. dude. All right, whatever. Still film shit. 
We talk about prospect. I mean, that's a that's a fantastic mixture of genre. Yeah, and and by the way, a great uh, example of very resourceful filmmaking. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. I loved it. I loved yeah. it. It was like great. If you're ever wanting to to make a film for nothing, like watch that. That's why I suggested it. I think there are two effects guys who yeah. made it. Two of and them? Oh, oh, I think two oh, dudes. Well then, okay, then. <laughs> All right. Of course they can make it. No, but two of them. Yeah, one yeah. guy w- worked one day. One guy. That's how the Cohen brothers work. You only see them on opposite yeah, days. Yeah, They're very busy. They got how kids. You know, and... it's just like <laughs> the same guy with like a oh, mustache. It's fucking Joel day. today. Hey, Joel, hey, how's uh, Ethan? Joel. Oh well, he's uh, he's cleaning the pool. He'll yeah, be he'll tomorrow be... tomorrow for the big shootout scene. Hey guys, I'm Ethan. What's <laughs> going on? Wow. Um, <laughs> I totally. <laughs> So the, the movie looks very good, but it was shot like in the woods in Seattle. Like yeah, it's like you it's, know, I sort of felt like I was watching it, going, "God, this is completely resourceful filmmaking, and it's, it's really great." And then I thought, "But nobody can do this particular idea ever again. They can't go out into the woods with space suits." Exactly, and but just do it. Do do yours. Find your little niche that nobody's ever done. You know. Yeah. And you know it's a. It was really good. It was very good. I'm glad you but watched two thirds of it. I really. Wish, I watched half of it and fell asleep. Look at you guys. I wish yeah. that the. Uh, I mean that the, the guy because I thought it was going to be about the uh, adult child of an alcoholic story, you know, and then the dad dies. It's just it well, was, don't fucking. Okay, spo- why are you spoiling everything? I said uh, I said like a half an hour ago I was going to spoil it and then I got interrupted. So there you go. John spoils everything. All right. Uh, what you got there? It's Steve? starring the Mandalorian. Who? The Mandalorian is the is the, uh, the the guy in in Prospect. Oh, it's the same actor. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Pa- Pablo uh, and Mandalorian. Escobar. Pablo, <laughs> he's really good. Escobar he's fucking. Is. He's hot. Yeah, he's great. Like I'm, I got a little crush on that guy. All right, what you got there? Oh, what's that piece of paper there, Steve? This piece of paper. Hmm. It sounds. Like, I I received like uh, a legal notice in the mail yesterday. No. Are you allowed to even read it out loud? Oh. I can do whatever I want. No one's listening. This is America. <laughs> this is America. This is uh, it, the country that has 700,000 podcasts. Yeah, exactly. Uh, try and sue me. Legal Notice, Inc. in Tustin, California. Hey, Tyson, send it along. Send it to everybody. Uh, it was addressed to me, uh, Kruger Steven, which I guess is my name, but backwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, at, like my ad- at my address, and it said, uh, Superior Court Case Name, Judith Godisoff uh, v... Uh, <laughs> Steven Kruger. Is that a, is that, I'm trying to figure out what the pun is in there. Where, got us off. Got us off. Got, got read us it, off. Read it slower. All right. All right. Uh, Superior Court Case Number One Nine C H R O Zero One Seven Seven Three. Court Filing Date The Eighteenth of This Year. And I went, Holy shit! What the fuck did I do? There's that. I they didn't even want to open it. It was like all official looking, and I was trembling like, Oh God! They found me. They. Uh, what are you, What are you doing? Don't I'm touch to get it. The spelling. Oh, well, I, I can't read the letter if you... All right, all right. Uh, and it said, uh, Dear Kruger Steven, which is like my name, but they put the end in the front and the... Thank uh, you for uh, explaining okay. that. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Uh, we are a private company that monitors all new court filings in attempt to notify the named individual, named individual associated with the lawsuit. Second paragraph reads, Superior court records in- indicate that a tro Domestic violence lawsuit has been filed against Kruger Steven in the county of Los Angeles and issued a case number of the aforementioned case number. And I was like, who did I, who's filing a restraining order you against know, me? It was somebody in Nigeria, I betcha. <laughs> or at this table. Uh, yeah, I was like, did Cassandra, is, is or this? Or not uh, Cassandra. 
Uh, and then it's a bunch of stuff saying <clears throat> uh, they can help me mm-hmm. g- deal with this. All, or all, all they need is your credit card number and your bank. No, account. well, then I went. Well, this is a scam. So I looked up that uh, superior court uh, that that case number. Yeah, and uh, this is a real case. Oh, it is. Yes. Uh, it uh, Judith. And then I looked. I was like, I, I you can dig deeper on the internet. It is an elder domestic abuse case. So somebody so it's a real why, case. It's a real did, case. They're repurposing. What do you mean, repurposing? To scam you? No, oh. no, yeah. no. It's it's a real case. This was really yeah. filed in the Superior Court of oh, Los but Angeles. It's, but it's for Cougar Steven. I, no, the guy's name. They, that's just a type. Like a the, this is a conform letter. Okay. There's a guy named Steven Kruger who is having a restraining order due to a, an elder domestic violence uh, lawsuit against him by Judith Godisoff, who then I looked up, and you. she's 79, lives in Tarzana. I couldn't find the me in it. Oh, oh, oh uh, full disclosure, I, didn't, I don't know this woman. This is somebody, yeah, yeah, yeah. this is a different Steven Kruger. And also, just, just so everybody knows, I have nothing to do with this, so if you're going to sue anybody... Go Sue ahead. Marty. Sue, Sue, Sue Marty, please. But He's, this sounds like a company that basically combs through like a bunch of open cases and just tries to like. Yeah, this company is is trying to have me employ them to file records and deal with it. So but are you gonna? I'm not that guy. Oh, you're not. Uh, well, no, I did. Why are you denying the, it? So well, I'm, and I'm like, wait, have I beaten any old people lately? Yeah, have named you lately? Judith. Mm, have you? Judith. Well, there was. Well, there was. There was Dolores. There was Phyllis. There was. Uh, Jeanette, yeah. uh, John Sylvain. I mean, John Sylvain's technically elderly, but he's a man, and it's usually well, a, still a, a, a well, beat a man. Yeah. What's, yeah. My, what's my middle name? Uh, Judith. That's right. Yeah. So this is a real case, and 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 it, it it let you know on the website the next hearing. This was just filed. This is to let you know you got to show up at court and face a. Uh, a what does TRO stand for? Uh, uh, too long, didn't read. <laughs> it's something legal like it, it is it's a restraining order oh um and so uh i will put it to you fair listener uh i think it's in that's december you, that's the next tyson. case that's you tyson and some guy in no, no. hong kong you said listener listener senior smoke uh i was thinking of going to the court case Oh, that would confuse and, everybody. And seeing the other Steve Kruger. And uh, and then you stand up, I'm Steven Kruger. Yeah. And then somebody next to you, I'm Steven Kruger. Or I will call this uh, Legal Notice Inc. in Tustin, California, pretending to be this Steven Kruger and uh, record it and just pretend like um, that I'm beating <laughs> elderly people on the line with him, you know. Oh, yeah, it was Judith. Yeah, it was, uh, it was I don't know. I mean, she, you know, she got a little mouthy. So, yeah. I, you know, I open hand. You know, you can't go to jail if you hit him with an open hand. That's what I, I mean, I was I was wearing a chainmail glove, but still, you know, open hand, you know. Mm-hmm. No? Well, you know what I causes... Th- <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> uh, and the show has ground to a halt. Yeah, there you go. So, we um, that is very interesting. Please report back to us when you... Go to. Uh, I was thinking of it's up in. Just let us know when up you in do Ch- it. Chatsworth. Yep. Where the, wherever the fuck that is. That's don't, where, oh yeah. Don't, don't go. go? No, it's yeah. too far away. It's it's north, I just I north think Valley. it would be fun to see another Stephen Kruger and see one who You'd have hits to go up elderly. The, the four or five. And yeah, I looked at it a map. I would definitely take the five to the one eighteen down the four hundred five and then up the one hundred one. Okay, that brings us to uh, the the mail sack, and and we do have a Chatsworth. We do have a very limited mail sack because I fucked up the uh, the posting of the last episode. My apologies. Okay, Uh, big surprise, right? We could end early, right? 
No. Uh, well, no, this is no. okay. Merps. I, I live for this. Merps. Yeah. Listening to you discuss LA traffic and routes. Routes? Routes. Uh, while I've been working out of town has been the best thing for a homesick heart. While binging recently, I even got a merm or two. Aw, shucks. Uh, that is a minor internet radio mention. Who's this? Uh, so as I wrap up what I'm calling Portland weirding so hard, geez louise, that, that's the whole, the whole thing. Portland weirding so hard, geez louise. So as I wrap that up, and head home. I've made a stop on the way just for you. Please enjoy. Uh, she went to Coos Bay. <laughs> uh, this is, uh, yes. So she sent us several photos. I'll, I'll try to get these on the, uh, the ones that say Coos uh, on the Twitter. Uh, yes, nearly everything in Coos Bay is Coos something. Coos History Museum, Coos Club, Coos Speedway. Unless it's Johnson, Johnson Street. Wait, Johnson, what, what state is this in? Oregon's? Uh, Oregon's. Oh, we got to go up there and do a live show. We got to do a remote from Coos Bay. Yeah, the Johnsons are big in Coos. Uh, there are probably as many Johnsons as there are Cooses. I'm Coos Johnson. Coos Johnson. I'm the mayor here, <laughs> around here. Why are you driving through the, our town? Uh, I'm sure everyone's inner 12-year-old boy is constantly giggling. Cheers, Michelle Dunn. Nice. John just smiled, looking up from his phone. Uh, Michelle Dunn, is your next door neighbor or one over? Uh, three over. Three over, three over. Okay. Well, Michelle is one of the most talented people and uh, sweetest persons I know. Um, and she, indeed, Coos is right, on the, uh, right off the 101. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I, so I could just go up the two, take it to the 210 North. Then get on uh, five, the five for a little bit. Then go to the forty-six, and that. Will oh, I don't know the forty-six. Yeah, yeah, it's goes, way up there, though. Yeah. That, well, that that this is right in the heart of Central California. That takes you to Paso Robles. Then you hit the one hundred and one. Then you can ah. go right through San Francisco. Go to the Golden Gate Bridge. I see. I would want to go through Sacramento and go around. Oh, it. that's smart. That's yeah, smart. Avoid the okay. traffic. Yeah. yeah. Well, it depends what time of day. You know? Tech bros and their fucking Tesla trucks. Ugh. Tesla truck. I want one. Um, I, I have to admit, I saw it. I'm like, that's fucking awesome. He's a tool, but God damn it. That yeah. truck looks like, that made me want a truck. That's the first time I've ever, ever uttered those words. It's Although I did want one when I first moved to LA, because a, a, little, a little tip for you not in, in LA. People move here, and they everyone has like the fucking fanciest car. Like I had a Geo Prism with no air conditioning. But in Boston, I was like, holy shit. The car runs like yeah, like you. What are you fucking money bags? You know this, John, right? You, you guys drive all shitty cars in New England, right? Yeah. 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 Prism was a Toyota, wasn't it? Yeah, but part uh, Chevy. It yeah, was yeah. like it was a co- a, co- a collab between a collab. Yeah, uh, and so there's just like just like kids driving around in seven series BMWs. So they everyone gets these fucking great cars. I, like assistants at agencies were making four hundred dollars a week have fucking Range Rovers. And I'm in my shitty car, like, what am I doing wrong? And I look over. I'm on the 101 freeway going over towards uh, the valley uh, near Barham, you know, uh, mm-hmm. on the way past uh, uh, Universal City. I look to my right, and there's just like a 1960s Ford or Chevy. I don't know nothing about cars. It's just a white pickup that's a piece of shit. And I look at the driver, and it's George Lucas. And I'm like, and he just kind of looks at me, and I kind of look at and I just, I'm like, that guy looks like George Lucas a lot. And then he, he pulls off, he goes into universe. I was, you know, going to deliver 
a script to somebody. He was going to Universal for a meeting, and I thought he drives a fucking shitbag pit pickup truck. Like that guy has a billion dollars. Several. He doesn't care. And I went, oh yeah, that guy's figured it out. That's I want to. I want that truck. I want to be the white truck dude. Well, I mean, he did grow up in Modesto or whatever, the Central Valley, near where we're talking about driving yes. up. So he, what, what freeway was he near? Uh, he was probably near the, the 5. The 5, know? yeah. Or the, the, grape, 90, the grape vine. Is or the 99. Uh, but he Ooh, was... Ooh, there's a 99. Yeah. That's a sexy... Uh, he that's a sexy name. was part of that sort of American car culture, like, you know, world. But I figured he'd just be down here in the most expensive, you know, Jaguar. Nope, he, just a beater. He's done some car racing in his day. Oh, I'm sure he has a thousand cars, but I enjoyed that. And then you see some like D-level actor and they're in a Range Rover. Like, come on. Yeah. WB can't right. pay, be paying you know, that well. The lease, uh, I handed it over after the lease. Oh, right. It's all leases. It. Yeah. Uh, so we are, this is Thanksgiving week. John, it's the okay? week of Thanksgiving. Right. Did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, did you need some? F- I'm sorry, I didn't get you food. No, no, I'm, I'm just. Uh, I just. You want some croutons? No, I'm good. Croutons. Who the fuck invented? Is that a French thing? It sounds French. Yeah. Croutons. Sure. Croutons. They just took day old bread and roasted it and said, "Throw it on a salad." Yeah. Yeah. Add some texture. Low effort. <laughs> I'm not impressed. Uh, it's the little things. You nah, know? I don't need a crunch in my salad. Don't need it. Who doesn't like a good crunch in anything? Uh, they just don't like taste like anything. Crunch wrap? No, you just maybe haven't had good uh, crouton. I made some from scratch. Oh, well, there's your problem. With, with you the, well, yeah, you take a loaf. Uh, maybe like you a, should have some skill before you start making shit. Ooh, you know how to make crouton. <laughs> <laughs> and then it got ugly. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah, I got a crouton truck. Uh, yeah, it's just like a bowl of croutons or a crouton kebab. So, do you have plans for Thanksgiving? Do, do you guys? Uh, I'm Jewish. We don't celebrate it. Okay, fair enough. I, so I'm sorry if I offended you. Uh, John is Jewish as well, and I am not. Wow, that's really anti-Semitic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He didn't really say. Well, thank you for thinking I am, because yeah, there yeah. are there are they they're, are the chosen people. Smart. But I'm some sort can, of French of can read. French Canadian bastard of of culture and farm people. So, <laughs> mo- the more important question is, what, what are you guys thankful for? Oh, I hate that fucking question. Right. Um, my, wa- my wife, uh, our life, our travels, uh, and good health. All right. That's it. Fuck everything else. Yeah. For some, for some reason, recently, like, uh, like three days ago, I, I was just realizing, I was just going to bed, and I was realizing how... On a visceral level, how how lucky I am! First of all, I'm I'm uh, married to a wonderful person who's my best friend, who I think is hilarious and she's gorgeous, and she thinks I'm attractive and she thinks I'm funny. We have a, uh, a son. Uh, just to remind everybody, she's in a coma. There's a gas <laughs> there's a gas leak at their house. So go on, go on. She's did been I, in a coma for ninety percent of their. Marriage. You mentioned that there's a gas leak at your house, uh, but uh, on the podcast. Uh, well, now it's been mentioned. Yeah, so I'll talk about that in a minute because that's gonna fuck up Thanksgiving. Yeah, but so I'm I'm I I have a wonderful. Uh, okay, partner, don't, don't fix the gas leak. I have a wonderful your, your yeah, life. I know. I know I'm down. beginning yeah. to understand why things are the way they are. And uh, my son, I have a great uh, son who I love, and I li- but I live in a house. I have a bed, and I have electric power, and I usually have gas. You know, I I can I have plenty of food. 
I have plenty of <laughs> Thank you very much. There's nothing better than a fart joke. But, you know, there, most of the people in the world and most of human history, people have had to sleep outside or on the, on the ground. And they have, I mean, my wife just came back from, uh, <laughs> my wife just came back from Ethiopia where there's a, you know, there are people in the world that are suffering. From gas. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go on, go on. I'm so, so glad Cassandra's not here for this. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> Shelly came back from Ethiopia. And yeah, and, and there are people there who are, they're living in a situation, they've been there for 10 years, and they don't have, they don't, they don't have anything. They don't have any, uh, they live in, in, in shacks that are made out of corrugated uh, iron and, and, and sticks. And they, they don't have... They don't have anything. They, mm. they they came from Somalia, which is a completely failed, you know, country. State. It's yeah. a failed state. And so there are people just fighting all the time. We, I mean, it, it's just we're so lucky. So I'm such a lucky person to have what I have. And I'm very, very grateful. Some of those people only have two or three keys on their keychain and one or yeah. two Ralph's tickets. You have I can, a bounty. I have a bunch of keys. And they and most of these things open things that are important, and some of them I don't know what they. Are for. A Somali person might one day get one carabiner on their chin. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> but you have <laughs> so many carabiners. I mean, what a fucking time to be alive, and what a time to be you and not Ungugu or whatever his name is. Is that from uh, About Schmidt? Unduku. Yeah, uh, Unduku. Yeah. Dear. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, like the lighthouse is great and it has fart jokes in it and it is pretty funny. So therefore we can all use fart jokes. And it is a Western and set in a, a uh, lighthouse yes. in Maine. Nova Scotia. Nova, same thing. It's Western Nova Scotia though. Yeah, it's, it is. Cause <laughs> Western Nova. Uh, oh boy. That's well, that, the only that mail. Really, that's it. That's, that's it. Very touching. Yeah, that because I forgot to, or oh, I, no, right, I posted right. the wrong thing. So, uh, as we, approach, what are you thankful for, Martin? Yeah, Marty. What are you thankful for? Come I'm, on, yum yum. Spit it out. I'm thankful that I am the funniest person on this podcast, <laughs> and I'm th- thankful that I let you mooks uh, get on the mic. And okay, no, I'm very grateful every day. I, I I too live a very good life and and just I, I have received every opportunity and and squandered them squandered met most of them and like me yes and and now I'm in a place where I I am very grateful for for those things I might have I love my wife I love my dogs I love my uh, my life I love this podcast uh, this is a really important part of my life so I I'm Oof. grateful yeah yeah. <laughs> This is, and yet I, I'm crying right now, but I'm still grateful for this podcast. I'm grateful that a guy named Steven Kruger beat an old lady named Judith, and I get to go see him in court in a couple of weeks. Yeah, Judith, God, God is off. You don't have to say your, the poor woman's name over and over again. Well, it's these these are clearly available to anyone because yeah, this but, company. Yeah, but so as if you search for it, but here as he's getting battered in the prosecution. Just like, just like, ha- pass over the note to him. Hey, 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 Kruger. Kruger. Mm-hmm. Hey, Kruger. You. This is for you. What's up? This is all be What's this the note going to say? No, that, this l- letter. Oh, that you this received. letter. Yeah. Oh, like, call Legal yeah. Notices, call, Inc. Call, call Legal Notices, in, Inc. In Tustin, California. They'll take care of you. They'll take care of you. 
Tustin sounds like something you rub on your body, like when you have a rash. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That I don't want to live in Tustin. We got a, <laughs> speaking of which, we got a, um, a tweet in from Ash Williams who said, you're all guilty of killing comedy. All right. Why? What did we do? Shit like, I rubbed Tustin on my chest to clear my... Who said that? Uh, Ash Williams. Ash, listen to this. Oh, oh, John's making a fist. (laughs) (laughs) And Tyson is grateful for friends and family mostly. And life. Yeah. Okay. Uh, That was pretty funny. That was good. That was good. It's, It's especially funny when you add that was funny. So we are coming to the end of the, what do we call these, the, the teens? The, the teens of the 21st century? Yeah, yeah, sure. I don't know, what, what do you call the 2010s? The aughts, aughts 10? No, it's the teens. It's oh, the teens? 17. I like the aughts 10. That makes that no sense, make, but that's fine. Let's, we'll call it the aughts 10. All right. It'll it, be like Jomo. I tried to coin the word Jomo. It's like Jono, the aughts, which are right at the millennium, yeah. and then you just add 10 to it. But why do you need to, why can't you just say the 10s? It sounds cooler. I yeah. don't know. Uh, I don't know. We're enemies of comedy, or what? Or comedy killers? What did we, he say? We killed comedy. Oh well, yeah. it wasn't doing very well when it arrived. <laughs> Why don't you come out here and make funny for two hours? So Ash? over the huh? next few weeks, what I you just got? want to talk about like the 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 best of the decade. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So, mm. Uh, and the decade started two thousand. One no two thousand two thousand t- twenty ten twenty ten twenty ten and what happened in twenty ten? <laughs> what happened in twenty ten? Just refresh my memory. I don't know. I I uh, had I had my see. first. Uh, Isn't it weird that the ago, the sixties um, when you say oh the sixties and it's probably mostly America but oh you know the sixties mm-hmm. Woodstock and Vietnam and yeah. the seventies cocaine and disco and the eighties Reagan and jackets with. Uh, shoulder, pads. shoulder pads and then the 90s it's a little less clear and then grungy the aughts are like uh, okay but uh, now we're talking about the ten. and then Teens. the 10s like uh, what? so 2010, what happened this what happened this decade the social network came out in 2010 the movie mm-hmm. the movie so facebook was already a huge thing uh, toy story 3 inception a, pre- a prequel to toy, toy story 4 well or a or sequel, a sequel. to Toy Story 2, yeah. depending on your point this, of view. Yeah, exactly. And and that is kind of a litmus test. Are we killing comedy enough for you? Uh, Are we so slowing it down? <laughs> <laughs> Iron, I'm so glad that Coos is not here. We're having Iron, so much fun, right, guys? Iron Man 2 <laughs> came out in 2010. Is that the good Iron Man? No, it's 3. No, that's three a bad is a good one. one. Which uh, Avengers so, one is that? Uh, exactly. Negative 2? Uh, S- Scott Pilgrim came out in Good movie. But, but anyhow, my question is, like, what are the... the Influential, the, the seminal films of twenty, the the tens, the teens. I'm just going to go through very, very quickly and go through what what uh, the New York Times and Vanity Fair said. They said for their f- their ten influential mm-hmm. um, this films, is, is movies, films. Yes, mm-hmm. this is a uh, New York Times, okay. American Sniper, The Avengers, saw it. Saw Blackfish, it. loved it. Shut up, uh, Bridesmaids, Frozen, Get Out, Hunger Games, Catching Fire. <laughs> Moonlight, Okja, Okja, Star Wars: The Force Awakens, and Manola Darjus's favorites are The Assassin, the the Chinese film, Boyhood, uh, Faces, Places. Don't know what that is. In Jackson Heights. Don't know what that is. Luminous Intimacy. Okay, this is the New York Times. Mad Max: Fury Road. No Home Movie. 
Poetry, the Korean film 13th, the Ava DuVernay uh, documentary about the 13th Amendment, Touch of Sin, mm-hmm. A.O. Scott said uh, Carol, that's the, uh, the uh, Todd Haynes film, I believe, yeah, uh, Inside Lowen Davis, the, the Coen brothers, or Brother, just uh, one of them, just one of them, Lady Bird, Attack Fury thing. Road, Minding the Gap, Moonlight, Norte, The End of History, Timbuktu, Tony Erdman, the German film with the comedian guy in it, Tree of Life. Uh, that's the Terrence Malick one. Okay. Uh, p- this is the uh, Vanity Fair. Um, this is Richard Lawson, the, the film critic there. Number 10, Princess Sid. Weekend from 2011. Don't know that one. Force Majeure, the Swedish film, I believe it is, where about the, uh, the um, avalanche. I don't know if you guys remember that. I didn't see it. Eden, Get Out. That's going to be on a lot of lists. Parasite, the Korean film, the Bong Joon-ho film. Melancholia, the Lars Van Trier film. Dawson City, some weird experimental thing. Phantom Thread, the Paul Thomas Anderson film. Yeah. Number one, Mad Max Fury Road. So my question to you are what, and please email us. We, we will talk about this for the next few weeks. So to feel free to email us. It's not too late. To chime in and what are your favorite films, the best films, the most influential films, the most resonant films of the 2010s? And we'll get into TV and music, maybe not so much depth, but uh, we'll talk about it. And John, list all those movies he just said. Go. Quick, go. List uh, two two of the movies he said. Well, I know Phantom Thread because you went, Ugh. Yeah. All right, uh, so list two others. Quick, uh, go, 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 go. Uh, boyhood and, yep, yep, yep. Um, and, and Eighth Grade. Nope. Nope. I fucking did not pay attention. Fury Road twice. Fury Road, yeah. Three times. Three times. I didn't see Fury Road. Oh, I, John, I for know. shame. Oh, I know what you're It's a Western. Is. I know. It is Set a Western. in the it's Australian West. West. Uh, Namibia? Namibia? Namibia. Is that what it was made? Namibia? A lot of it was made in Namibia. I don't Namibia. think it, it, uh, you, it identifies where it takes place. It transcends no. place. Yes, but it is a Western ish yeah, sure. sure. with cars. Searchers ish. Mm, searchers? Well, no. But there's like kidnapping involved, you know. And like, yeah, that's true. Yeah. It has elements so, yes, of the classic Western mixed with the post apocalyptic uh, milieu. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's a very good movie. It's, mm. yeah. I would say that is my favorite movie of the, of the odd, uh, the yeah. tens. I've the seen tens. it, th- I saw it three times in the theaters, and I've seen it anytime it comes on, I say, I'm going to watch one you scene. You should witness it. Yeah. I, I actually mm, looked it up done. because mm. I, um, I knew that I would get a raft of shit for not seeing it. It's no, not, no, not a raft of shit. It's not on. No, well, okay. Uh, it's not on any um, streaming platform for free. Oh, you could find it at your local library. I, I don't yeah. know, I'm sure. On I VHS. <laughs> we'll loan you a. a, a Beta Max. Um, I can't believe you've not seen it. It is. It so is. A, it's in a light masterpiece. Of that, I know. Oh, yeah, part, Mart- I, I started yeah, I mean, watching it. I just didn't uh, obviously get to the part where it gets transcendent. George Miller is like just the my favorite director. Everybody, everybody talks about how fantastic it is, and I have actually watched a large part of it, like the first like forty five minutes, and I, I, I guess I just don't. I mean, it must get really, really. Okay, well, good. then, what do you, what do you think is the best movie of the past decade? Uh, well, or, or some of them, some of them, no, some no, of them in no yeah, order. I think I, 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 I really like Dunkirk. I thought that was really good. Um, I really like, uh, like. Boyhood as sort of um, a technical uh, or, or a, a experimental experimental sort of, yeah. achievement, and I I really it really touched so me. So that's a Gus Van. I mean, is it no no no? no it's Linklater, uh, the Richard Linklater film where he, uh, with uh, Ethan Hawke follows the growth of a Patricia, boy. 
Arquette and Ethan Hawke are the parents, and they 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 filmed it for a week every summer for ten years, and uh, it's really pretty remarkable um, uh, for a lot of reasons. And then uh, I I I I think eighth grade should is is astonishing uh, the uh, performance. If you I haven't seen it, it's it is one of my favorite films of. Yeah, that that is easily in the yeah. top five. Um, I just showed Get Out to my class, and that's uh, it's re- remarkable. I it's I think it's sort of got a lot of credit for being groundbreaking because it it doesn't really uh, it's not that it doesn't hold up. It's just sort of you know it's just it's good. It's not like oh my god, this is gonna be great forever. It's more like it broke a lot of ground. It's sort of like I don't know what I was gonna say. Something else will be said. Something like that. I don't know. I don't know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Um, and uh, oh, oh my God! How, I, what's he just hit me is uh, the Spider Verse. That oh was yeah, into the Spider Verse. That was groundbreaking in lots of ways. Absolutely. And then the other thing is just the the accomplishment of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, the fact that they made 22 movies and like 18 of them were pretty good, and like four or five of them were fantastic. And they kept uh, the the integrity of the story. Yeah, just really pretty amazing. Especially since they've been trying to make good Marvel movies for like four decades before and failing almost every Dolph time. Dolph Lundgren as a Punisher. Oh, Case yeah. closed. Ooh. Case closed. Oof. Thomas Jane mm. also is the Punisher. Yes. And then the guy who's the Punisher in the TV show also <laughs> not very good. No, but the fight scenes in that are good, right? No, that's Daredevil. Oh yeah, the punishers. Okay. Yeah. All right. Anyway, uh, that's uh, that's uh, I, I it's fun to have Star Wars back. Yeah, no, it is fun. But are they great movies? You know, that's no, the, no, they they have they haven't been terrible, which is I think the the <laughs> is the there you of Star go. Wars. Hasn't been terrible, people. Yay, Steve. What movies? Oh, I'm supposed <laughs> to list the ones that you it's just. Not, I don't know. I don't see movies. Oh no, it's. I don't uh, see movies. It, I, my, the difficulty for me is I don't think see of this. movies. No. You done? No, <laughs> he's not done. He's got some more fucking zingers up his rolled up sleeves. Fucking Steve Jobs. Uh, I can't remember when. One more thing. When the 2010s began, like I don't, I don't. I just told was, you when they began. I, I know when they began. In 2010. I understand. No, fucking, but I, I listed a bunch of movies. I had never heard of any of them. Uh, uh, Iron Man. So exhausting. So I, no, it's not exhausting. I'm no, making you are. A, uh, yes, I am exhausting. But my point isn't, dipshit. It's hard to tell 2000. To 2010 from 2010 to 2020, whereas the 70s are so different than the 80s. The 60s are so different than the 90s. Like, it's just, oh, yeah, well, we just all kind of have phones, and then we had, like, really great phones. Like, that was the, 2006 is the iPhone, right? That's the when everything changed. But, look, look, think, think about this. This is, this is it I'm was, thinking. It was 10 years, basically, between, or not, uh, eight, nine years between Elvis and the Beatles. And then it was basically... Nine years between, uh, or maybe 12 years between the Beatles and the Sex Pistols, right? Yeah. And then between the Sex Pistols and Nirvana, Nirvana was uh. 20 years. Wow. And it's been wow. like 30 years since Nirvana or 25 years since yeah. Nirvana. And we haven't really had anything that's blown, 
that has defined anything. Oh, I listened to the new Coldplay over the weekend. Oh, oh thank you. my God. Thank you. Wow. Why did I have to like fish for that? Wow. You know? That's basically I was trying to get to I that. mean, the okay, nap that to I nap. took on Saturday. <laughs> we got to the, the meat, the heart of the That the first song is so boring and like <laughs> it's just strings. <laughs> and then he goes, <laughs> and the guitar player goes, bing, 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 bing. And then I just went, <laughs> And I woke up with the last song, and I went, where am I? I did one of those, I don't know what happened, naps. It was so delicious. Thank you, Coldplay. I've never listened to a Coldplay record. They clearly paid some reviewers to say, like, it's their best work in a decade. And I went, well, I've never listened to Coldplay. I should listen to them. And my God, it was like taking an Ambien and doing a shot of tequila and shooting heroin into my so eyeball. you really did? You t- I did. I put it on Spotify, and I got through about a song and a half, oh and then God. I didn't know where I was. I was in the deepest sleep with my headphones in. Somebody tweet in your favorite movie. Somebody tweet in and stop uh, this madness. Yes, yeah. I do want to say that. Did it sound like that? Because that's that's an older one. That's the only one I know. I don't know the Coldplay, and they are uh, they are four guys who met uh, recumbent biking for sure. They were all they're all just fucking. They they all look like they were like in the parking lot at a Whole Foods. Funniest thing that you've ever said. I because I tweeted it earlier. I can't give myself credit. I mean, I wrote it, but it was pre written. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not that good uh, off the cuff. That's Cassandra's job. She's got the zingers Mm. up her fucking sleeves. Oh, geez, don't be fucking, mad about it. I'm, ma- I'm just mad. She's so I know, talented. I know. It scares me. Yeah, yeah she's very funny. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tamara, don't. I mean, Cassandra, don't listen to this. Oh, please don't. So you know, I fall in love with uh, Billie Eilish, or, or at least someone. Oh, songs. you know, she she grew up just like five miles from here. <laughs> She lives five miles, like we within Los Angeles. No, well, she so lives. I mean, so what? I lived like two blocks from Highland four Park. Thou- That's four gazillion people grew okay, up. Okay, I'm not even not even five miles, a mile from here. Yeah. Wow. 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 She grew up in Highland Park. I lived two blocks from Highland Park. Oh my God! I thought we were in Diamond Bar. What's that so, Adam Sandler movie he made for Netflix? The uh, one where the they're cobbler? all in, the Indians? The Cobbler. No, it was... The Hateful uh, Six. A Hateful Six. The Sinful Six. Sin, the, yeah, the, the Hurtful Six. six. I don't, it was marvelous. Scum-sucking Six. Okja, I was, saw for the third time. I think that's a pretty goddamn good movie. Is yeah. it really? It's very good. Yeah. Yeah. Really? You guys make fun of it, and I thought... Good job! I, I don't see movies three times, unless, no, it's, I, it's unless great, I enjoy them. It's a great, I mean, he's one of my favorite directors. Oh, he's the same guy who did uh, Parasite. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's a good director, but it's... Snowpiercer. I don't... That was okay. I love Snowpiercer. Yeah. That was fun. I, I saw that. Yeah. It's kind of dumb. I think Oakja's really yeah, good. It's a comic... It's a comic book? Yeah, it came from a comic book. French comic book. Does that mean it can't be dumb? Most comic books are dumb. Oh, Okay. Thank yeah. you. Are they? Yeah. Yeah, but in a fun way. Oh. I read a good one uh, that they made into a show called The End of the Fucking World. Oh, yeah. That's fun. I yeah. saw it's a, a good tiny show. bit but of that. Dumb. No, it's no, not no, that I'm dumb. Kidding. It's pretty good. Season pretty, two's out. Pretty, right? pretty, pretty, I mean, the comic book's not dumb. No, uh, no, no, but the, the show's good. You like, you like the show. Well, it's an, I, yeah. No, I mean, I... I, yeah, I, I go real high when we're not sure. All right. Comic books aren't dumb. How's that for you, Ash? Are we killing comedy? I want to say Dick. that Upstream Color was very good. That, that's on a list that I'm looking at. Oh, I, you should see uh, Primer. Yeah, I've seen Primer. Is that the other one? Yeah. Is that the time Shane travel Carruth, one? Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Upstream Color was really good. Eh, I didn't see it. The, though, thus, I don't feel that, that is, close is to it. Is Primer the one where the two guys come up with a time machine yes. they put in their, their, yes. their, their, their warehouse? And they, a, a, uh, 
uh, a storage space. Yeah, low production that values. Is so good. It's, it's so good. So smart. Yeah, yeah. It Something else costs about fifteen dollars. Oh, you know what yeah. movie I saw a couple times? Uh, Brian Johnson's first movie, Brick. I've enjoyed that. Yeah, it's neat. Yeah, it's on, it's, it's a western. It's, it's about a detective right yeah, who it's, it's uh, like a needs film more on the <laughs> western. Detect- yeah, it's a western. definitely a western. No, I think more of west, a western. West detective. Well, yeah. Western. The Western? Let's call it Western. Deck tester. Let's just, you know, we got to use like, we got to be compact with our language, so let's just call it a Western. A Western. A Western. It's a man coming ag- up against the forces of the school and discovers it's, a no, conspiracy. It's totally Western. It's just that it's a Western that doesn't have six shooters or cowboys or cowboy hats. It, it was filmed in Southern California. It, which hello. is the West. Yeah. It, it was, and it doesn't have any. Um, Wait, so Looper, the Western. Looper's good. Yeah, I like Looper a lot too. Looper, Looper. It's by the same guy, right? Yeah, Ryan, but spelled weird. <laughs> Ryan, what? But, but spelled weird. But spelled weird. You see the guy who did uh, the Last Jedi? Yes. Yeah, yeah well, I Ryan. was just talking to a guy, uh, one of my students, about how terrible the Last Jedi is. It's not very good. I, I didn't like it initially, and then I rewatched it, and it grew on me. I, it grew I, on I, like yeah. a fungus. I, I enjoy it. Yeah, like. Okay. Yes, like a fungus. Good like to see grout. Some, good some, to see grout some, doesn't grow. See, it doesn't? It's no, good to see some... Grout is fake. <laughs> grout is white. It's good to see some Asian people in a galaxy far, far away. Oh, right. They don't use Asians. Well, they did in that one. Thank you, Ryan Johnson. Oh. My people, thank you. So, you wanted to talk about food trends? Yeah, I was talking... We, we were having... Uh, I, you guys are the food experts in my clean, life. I, clean sure. segue. Yeah, that was smooth as... Greased moose poop there. Just slid right through. So I think I think it was the first time Shelly had oysters. Who's Shelly? My wife. Okay. My wife, Shelly, had oysters, and uh, she never had them before, and she used Wait, to- Wait, she's from the Pacific Northwest. Exactly. She used to actually work at Ray's Boathouse, which is famous for their oysters, and she never had them, and she finally had them, and we were all trying to sort of describe what she was going to expect. Oh, my friend is, described it very succinctly. He said it's like snot and seawater. Exactly. That's what many people said, and- uh, and basically, what the idea is, you take an oyster, which you know, based on the the normal price of them, costs you like somewhere between two to ten dollars for each one, and you try and slide it down your throat as fast as possible so that you don't um, taste, taste it. it or experience any of the texture. Or yeah, experience the horrible texture. It's like Aquaman came in your mouth. That's good. That's a, I like that one. Yeah. That's good. How That's do you good. know that? Well, okay. So, so he, he, Hollywood's a tough business. In, in the Momoa days, <laughs> <laughs> is that Aquaman from now? the cartoon? Or oh, the yeah. cartoon? I, I used to be his assistant. <laughs> oh. He lives up in Tarzana. <laughs> oh, the, he, right Aquaman, next to Judith Gottesoff. <laughs> he lives next to Space Ghost. Yes. Um, so, Space Ghost. So I was thinking about that, and I was thinking about how it was really a big thing. Like, in, was the like the late seventies, early eighties that it was like oysters were. Because it was supposed to be an aphrodisiac, but now they, you can still find them occasionally, like at this restaurant we're at. Or oh, they're very, very big now. Now oh, the yeah. oysters are. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, it's just and uh, baba, baba. Okay. Baba. I mean, doesn't that 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 was a huge boba, boba, boba fat. Boba was a big, huge thing for a little while, and now they're still around. But it just seems dumb. I've had it, and it's like it's it's like having some kind of something wrong with your coffee. Yeah. You know? And then it's and got the consistency of cum. <laughs> no, it doesn't at all. Oh, really? There's something wrong. Okay. You need to get to a urologist. My cum has big <laughs> chunky <laughs> balls <laughs> in, at the bottom <laughs> of it. <laughs> That's how he comes. You have to stop. And blowing. My, my urethra is like the size of a quarter. <laughs> you have to stop blowing superheroes. <laughs> 
It was Christmas. We were at the, you know, his uh, weekend Honey, party. honey, it's coming. Stand back. Here it comes. She's bobbing left and right trying bobbing to avoid the, the boba balls. Airsoft. I just feel like if one of my balls came out, it would be like one of those bobas. They're kind of squishy, but they kind of dissolve in your mouth. I know my balls aren't like that. <laughs> yeah. Are have you, you had bobas? Have you had balls? I have balls. I feel like they would, well, mine are soft. Right. I mean, they're, testicles, not get, balls. I, testicles. I know, but aren't they, aren't yours larger than that? Aren't larger you? than bobas? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. I I just, I'm talking about, I thought you know, maybe I have there was something wrong t- with mine. I have two like extra big. little tiny wasabi covered peas in my sack. No, I, they're and big. Then, but here's another thing that I think is strange is uh, this obsession with, with olive bars that we wait, have wait, wait, here. Wait wait wait, 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 wait. Get back to the oyster thing. The well, I just you, want to talk about these weird foods. But, okay, but oysters. But what was the resolution? Like, did what did Shelly think of it? What do you think she th- she th- said it was awful? No, because it is. It tastes like Aquaman's cum. Is what? No. It's, oh, that's no. exactly what she said. That's said, the name of the episode. How? <laughs> Come on, that, thank, that, thank that's you, so on brand. How do you know? I think we should have a whole podcast named Aquaman's party in in the valley. And wait, what kind of out of touch people are you that she is? She's a she's over twenty one. You've married an adult, right? Well, as far as you know, okay. Never had an oyster, and from the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, and we are in the it's middle the point. of an oyster missing, renaissance in America. Yeah, yeah. We are? Like, there yeah, are yeah. oyster yeah. fucking food trucks downtown uh, at the Grand Central so the Market. There's an oyster. LNH. It's bigger than ever. There are yeah, restaurants yeah. that well, just sell I can, oysters. Why? I can go to the farmers market and get like they they offer a dozen different types of oysters. Why? And I can because they're delicious. they're delicious. No, they're delicious. Well, you're eating bad oysters then. Yeah. You guys just said it tastes like Aquaman's. Come. We yes anded you dish bag. <laughs> <laughs> you oyster spewer. Oyster phobe. We're here. Really? We taste like cum how and you, we're how do you eat not oysters? going when you I open oyster? them and yeah. I put a little bit of mignonette, which yeah. is uh shallots and red, red wine red vinegar, vinegar and black and, pepper. And maybe a little lemon and then I, I get really good ones and they taste like that and part then of I the ocean. Jack off the oyster, <laughs> and then I put mouth. the oyster in my mouth, and I go, whoa, 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 whoa. and the oyster grabs the back of my head and holds it down because I'm pulling away, and I go, whoa, whoa. and then a little bit comes out of. Is this fucking killing comedy for you, Ash? You like this, you fucking dick? Back Give in the hall head. of justice. <laughs> and then. Um, he goes, you want some water? He says it in an oyster, and I go, yes, and then he it's just leaves me there. <laughs> Oysters have very strangely deep voices <laughs> with such small creatures without mouths. Swallow uh, it, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. It's too salty. Swallow it, bitch. I understand now that I haven't been eating oysters correctly. What we'll do next week, I'll Marty, bring oysters. I'll bring oysters. We'll have some good oysters. We'll crack I'll, them I'll open. I'll shuck them right here. I've got Clearly, a, I've got a couple, you couple are uh, of, a, of a lower economic class than Marty and I. You grew up, <laughs> I don't know. in like New Hampshire. That's New, New Hampshire the is the Australia of America. It's it's a penal. <laughs> it's basically a penal college. No offense to anyone from New Hampshire, but yeah. it's for people in Massachusetts who it's are do not want to pay do not want to pay child support, uh, have a legal injunction against them, which I w- may have to move to after uh, uh, what Judith Godinoff su- sues me. <laughs> did for. you ever see? Uh, did you ever see Gallipoli? The, yes. Yeah, the Peter. Uh, what's his name? Weir. Weir, Weir film. 
It's so, a Western. It's a Western. So they're out in the outback. It's Mel Gibson and Mark... Uh, Ruffalo. Ruffalo. Mark yeah. Ruffalo. Just say Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo. And... <laughs> And like they're they're like this Mark, Mark Ruffalo is eager to fight in World it's War not, One. To not Mark Ruffalo, is it? Just it's go with it. Yes, and yes, yes, yes it's Mark yes. Ruffalo. And uh, they, he was eleven. They're about to like they're <laughs> dying of thirst. They're they're like starving, and they run into this old like Oyster, prospector Oyster guy, guy, and he's got like like this like hard tack and like meat that's covered in flies and. And then they're like, he's like, what are you guys here for? And then they're like, oh, we're going to go fight in the, the war, you know, because if we don't stop them in Turkey, they're going to take over the country. And then they, the guy just looks over this, like, vast, like, unending desert and goes, they can bloody well have it. And uh, that's how I feel. Why would I say that? I have no idea. You, lo- you lost me. Yeah. Mark Ruffalo must have been six when that movie was made. Yeah. It's a great uh, film. What does that have to do with oysters? Oh, oh, New Hampshire. Yeah, they can probably well have it. It's the, the Australia of... of, of uh, I see. The US. I see. But actually, New Hampshire is beautiful. It's, it's, it's a lovely state, but it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a penal colony. Well... It's for any, people who can't make it in Maine. It's anything, anything goes. <laughs> anything goes. They basically, like, they seal off the borders and they're like... Oh, Maine was too tough. Yeah. We had to move down to Nashua. Here's a, here's a package store and a fireworks store. I Go got to all town. the fireworks, all the uh, Sam Adams see, I could drink. Did you ever see the movie Battle Royale? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's based, I, based I love on that film. Life in New Hampshire. Yes, this Japanese film called Battle Royale yes. um, about these, uh, whatever, seventh graders, ninth graders, whatever. On an island. On an killing island. Each killing other. each other. That is they remade Hampshire. it. They called it uh, Hunger Games. Hunger Games. Yeah. Well, they didn't really remake it. They yeah. just stole the idea. Yeah. Yeah, there's a nuclear power plant in New England, and they're like, where should we put it? And Massachusetts said, no, keep going. And uh, they got New Hampshire to. Seabrook. See, to put a nuclear power plant in its yep. its state. Okay, so Tyson, he said he <laughs> he sent us his favorite films of twenty the twenty tens. Bugs so of Hindustan. Please shit on it as you will. I will. Go ahead. Okay. okay. Go. Uh, he said film I number like, one. Uh, the the King's Speech. Never saw it. Uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Fucking brilliant. Love that film. Birdman or oh, wait wait it's the full na- name of Birdman. Say Birdman. Who cares? Birdman. No one no one saw it. No one cares. No, Zach Galifianakis is great. Good. It's all right. No, it's fantastic. Eh. I love it. It's all one shot. It's very hard to do. I don't know why oh, they just they tried they, tried resting. They did it in rope. They did it in rope. Yeah. What's Ro- rope? Rope is the Alfred Hitchcock movie that no one's seen because it's the one that didn't work because he did it in one shot. Oh, that's why I didn't see yeah, it because mm-hmm. it's not that good. Oh, um, it's what the it's about the, the Sacco guys, and Vanzetti. Yeah, or, no, uh, no, those, those no, no. two pickle sniffer, two, yeah. sniffers who uh, pickle killed sniffers, the guy. Yeah, <laughs> the pickle sniffers who killed the guy. They killed, killed the guy, guy for fun. Yeah. See if they can get uh, away with it. That's right. I, I and did they? No. Who were the who were the killers? The, the Winklevoss yeah. twins. The, I don't yeah, know. yeah, no, it's, it's Mark the, Ruffalo and his brother. It's Winklevoss and Cohen. They're very famous in England, and we're not in England. Yeah, the craze. Inception. Inception. Very complicated. Don't know what happened in the end. Is he dreaming? He spins the top. The, you don't know what happened at the end. He spins the top. He spins the top, and it does. Does it end? Oh, the movie stops. I, I enjoyed it. I don't ever want to see it again. That's First my. Avengers. Yes, sure. It's good. I loved on, it. On brand. I've seen it a zillion times. Uh, Fury Road was great, and The Raid. Oh yeah, The Raid's good. The Raid Redemption, or just The Raid. I don't know. Right. There's we'll a lot know. of kicking in that movie. Haven't seen it. It's so much kicking. Actually, you know, it's, there's a, a great... It's a great list, Tyson. Yeah, it's a great list. We weren't able to shit on it, but uh, no, we, here, we here's me I shitting tried. on but it anyway. 
the Raid Redemption like, actually uses a lot of like high-tech sort of uh, little things in there, little touches of of uh, padding and, and special effects and stuff like that. Oh. So if you watch Quarter Crew on YouTube, they, they pick up a, a couple little things that, you, that I wouldn't have seen otherwise. Uh, very cool. So, all right, that's good. Uh, so what food? What other food trend did you have to bitch about? I don't understand about olives, olive bars. I mean, olive bars. Like why? You why? mean like at a supermarket, yeah. not like a bar where you walk in and there's a like you, you like sit at a at a piece of wood Olive Garden. So no, I'm talking about olive bars at like a supermarket. At, at Whole Foods, they have like fifteen different olives. Fifteen? Yeah. No, like thirty. All yeah. Right. All right. Like thirty. When what? I was a kid what? in New England, we had one kind of olive. Black. It was a black olive. Now my father didn't care for it. He didn't like the busing of the black kids into my into my school. So we uh, moved over to green olives. They had a pimento in it. He would put it in his martini. That's the only kind of olive I know. There's all these weird olives, big olives, little olives, dry olives, wet olives. I don't Piccinini, care for it. What, what's wrong with all? Like we're in a golden age. There's all like, kinds it's of about olives. Choice. Yeah. Don't you want to try different olives? No. Well, uh, no. Oh. <laughs> Interesting. I don't like olives. You don't like olives. I well, then you wouldn't. See, I don't like mushrooms. So if I went to a mushroom bar, I would. They don't go, have mushroom bars. Well, but if they had one, but just well, imagine. But just That's imagine this. I'm I'm throwing out a hypothetical. Uh, imagine there was a. I would go. Well, for people who like mushrooms, that's great. For me, it doesn't they, work. But why do you so care? We are in an age of choice. Weird. We're in an age of choice where people. Well, well why olives? Well, why, yes. why not cherry tomatoes? Exactly. Uh, like there's lots of different kinds of mushrooms, and it seems like there's just a few kinds of olives, and they, but the people, and they have these olive bars at all of these Whole Foods, and it just strikes me as odd. I feel like if people ate olives all the time, yeah, then it would be one thing, but they don't, they don't. But there's always olives like laid out at the Whole Foods. I feel like it may be a symptom of a larger global economic thing, like. Ten years ago, there was like a huge boon, a crop of olives that they're like, what do we do with all these olives? We just put them in cans, and your alcoholic father and my alcoholic father would put them in martinis, but how do we get these ding-dongs who go to farmer's markets and Whole Foods? So they put a bar to push olives, you know? Oh, Oh my God. Marty's put down some homegrown mushrooms. Wow, those Those, are some beautiful mushrooms. Yeah, that's great. uh, Those are chestnut mushrooms. Okay, I have to take a picture. But I don't see why you, why that would uh, befuddle you. You know, like just but, it's a good time for people who like. What do you like? Anything, John? Yeah. What, what do you get really snobby about, John? Or just excited about? What do I get snobby about? Or excited? If about? they had like a Salisbury steak bar, you'd be like, oh, all oh, the Salis. You don't like Salisbury steak? I no. Oh, I, I don't I, understand. I, I, and that's I, another thing. I don't understand like this obsession with. With hamburgers, like umami burger versus In-N-Out versus like one tastes better, different than the other. Yeah, but hamburgers are just they they don't they don't go into like astronaut like really good sushi is fantastic. Really good hamburger is just a hamburger. I can make a hamburger at home. Mm, I, you maybe not Actually, had Steve a, makes a really delicious hamburger. You maybe and not it, had it, a really it, good hamburger because I would have agreed with you. You made one of my favorite hamburgers. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm touched. Yeah. I would have agreed with you, John, uh, painfully though. It's just for the uh, show. I know, just for the show. This is just a bit I'm doing. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, a long time ago, I remember when we hit like the $15 uh, hamburger ceiling and i went why it's just a fucking hamburger mm-hmm. and then i had some really good ones and they can be like sushi i sort of disagree with you gleefully disagree with you but i think if you you, you know 
there are really good hamburgers out there. They they yes, the hamburgers that mom made in a uh, uh, in a summer evening in New England are 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 garbage. Our, all our moms couldn't cook. It I'm was talking this, about, but I'm talking about going to Burger Lounge or Burger Lounge. <laughs> Where's that? Burger Lounge. What's Burger Lounge? Burger Lounge. They have one on uh, over in Larchmont. Okay. Have, it's a never heard of it. An umami burger. Yeah. Or or did or, we go to to the Saga Steakhouse? Or no. What's the what's the uh, plan? Check. Plan check. Or uh, how do you get to plan check? Know, what father's you, office. Yeah, uh, well, I, I take uh, Melrose. I don't know how I to, get there. To uh, Western, then Western down to Wait, Third, and I take Third across. Talking about the one on Sawtell? No, I was talking about the one on Fairfax. Oh, okay, okay, that okay, makes sense. Sorry, I, I just assumed we were talking about the Fairfax. Right, so, wait, but let's let's actually map out both. Okay. for all the listeners. Well, and there's also one sort of downtown, but I guess it's technically Koreatown. It's on Wilshire, but it's it's just outside of downtown downtown uh, west of the 110. So what I would do was get on the 110, get off at First Street, get on Bowdry, then take a right on Seventh and Eleventh. Bowdry, a Bowdry. I always called it Bowdry. Anyway, just a little tip for you though, uh, those of you looking to get to uh, yeah, Koreatown. Come, on, come on and visit. Come and visit. See, I disagree with you. I think uh, I love Plan Check Burgers. I think about them. I think they make me happy in a way that really good sushi makes me so and su- to to even defend it more so sushi is street food sushi is in japan i saw people eating it standing up at like a little bar like it's not i mean it really came into prominence after world war ii because yeah. they, they were selling fish because they couldn't cook it yeah and so it's they, like so it's not a uh, french cuisine or hate cuisine like it's kind of Hate cuisine. I think it's called Baudry. Baudry cuisine. So you guys, you guys. Are just I didn't major in pronouncing words. You're the uh, you guys. You guys are the food experts, and you're saying I'm not basic. a food expert. I just I have passion. No, but you, and you, you are a passionless man. So, so except for yeah, about we, the we, word we're, Western. We're I'm you what you got passionate about, and you said eh, nothing. Passionate. You no. said he said Salisbury steaks. No, no, I, no he oh, you did. Sushi. He said oh. sushi. I I, I, I can like see you like uh, eating uh, f- those uh, deep fried apple pies from McDonald's. Um, <laughs> no, I like apple pies, though. I really like, uh, clam chowder. And, uh, I really like... Wait, you like clam chowder, which basically has in it some potatoes, some, uh, some dairy, and what f- tastes like and looks like a collection of your boogers for like a month uh, uh, rolled it's, into it's, a bowl. If you took Alchemin's cum and put yeah. it in the sun for yeah, a little bit. Yeah, like you... Pretended to swallow, then went outside, spit it onto a rock, let the sun harden it, and then that's... Put it in dairy. And then then bury it in cream. That's what a clam tastes like. See, clams to me are disgusting. I love clams. Really? Turns out I like Aquaman come in all its forms. Ooh. But I endure... I, I don't... I, I get that you like it. Uh, he's just... He's shut down. We can't get anything out of him. You get that I like what? Clam chowder? You like clams. That's fine. Yeah, I like clams. There's, there's no shame in that. Okay. You're just you're. Are you mad that everyone's into oysters and you're not into them? And there's yeah. not a clam bar at every corner. Yeah. Okay. That's, I think you know what I think we had a breakthrough for the first right. time. I think that's, we learned something. He just what yes, I want. that you you wished that that the zeitgeist was a little more in line with the frequencies that you live in. Mm-hmm. I think I think we should stop having fads about foods that I don't like. <laughs> Solid plan. Do you like pizza? Nah. Oh, yeah. And by the Not way, like Senior Smoke is is reminding you okay. of your your like weird love of the IHOP burger. Yeah, that came and went, and it was really based on price point because it was so cheap. It was like five dollars, 
and the French fries were really good. And then I went, oh yeah, this isn't that good. I was just and blinded by the I mean, cheap, the, the cheapness yeah. of it. Yeah. Oh well. Wait, what burger that I cooked for you is your favorite burger? The, I don't. You had it at, at your old house on Lyric. Uh huh. So don't give the fucking address out. <laughs> I don't live there anymore. I want stalkers to go to my current place. Oh, okay. I have a shotgun. I want to use yeah, it. Yeah, I want to shoot a Glendale Avenue. I want, I want to shoot. Do you a, want the uh, exact address? Oh yeah. Okay. Well, twenty three forty two, Glendale Avenue. Yeah, there you go. See you. See you in Atwater, oh, everybody. All right. Well, I never said Atwater. Glendale's in Atwater. All right. Whatever. Um, yeah, but no, I think we're in a golden age of choice. And when we see that, like, okay, why do we need 30 different, you know, uh, ragu sauces when, like, in the 70s, there was one. Like, Oh, you mean, like, at the store? Yeah, yeah. And, like, but, like, we're in an age of specialization where people can say which, which uh, you know, like, uh, but I think Budweiser they like, you know, Bud Light, Bud Dry, Bud Michelada, Bud Lime, you know. They're all it's Michelada. No, I'm not. I'm just trying to correct you. All right. But I, yeah, but John doesn't like uh, olive bars. No, he doesn't. He doesn't like trends. He wants the world to remain as it was. I think, uh, yeah, no, I I, I just think. Is there there, no truth to that? No, I I just think that there are some strange trends and strange fads. But don't you, uh, isn't there the the possibility that it is being foisted upon us that the big olive is like oh, we, we have a glut of olives and then because I and never see anyone what? going this is know. the influence of big olive they are trying to infest our minds with just buying as many olives as we can I'm with you John like I look at it and I go who the fuck what the fuck who needs that many olives and that many choices so I lo- you, and I just eat me Wait, no, wait, no, hold no, on. no, hold on. Hold I'll on. get around to not agreeing okay, with you. I'll, I'll, I'll talk. I'll talk I myself really out of it. Uncomfortable for a minute. And I enjoy olives. Well, actually, when I learned that they're uh, processed with lye, I got less in love with them. You don't like? You're not a fan of lye? No, lye. That's how they make soap. Yeah. Yeah. Or poison people. And that's what they burned Ed Norton's hand with in uh, uh, the Fight Club movie. It's a movie. I know. Uh, when they come off of the vine, they're like inedible. They're oh, yeah? rock hard. So they soak them in lye to soften them. Gross. Yeah, I know. Like, oh, that can't, we shouldn't be eating. That's nature saying, don't eat this. Right. This is not for you. Right. I, but I enjoy, I really like them. A tapenade on a sandwich is fucking amazing. Mm. Yeah, I, and like I lo- tapenade. Which, which are olives. I know. But, but I'm with you. Like those, I never see anyone getting like a one quart right. container going, I'm just going to have olives tonight. Yeah. Like we're not, this is the main course. Right. It's fine in like a, a, a charcuterie situation. If some people, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what? What was that word? Oh boy. Uh, let me see your keys. Where, 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 do you have a, do you have like a coupon to uh, uh what'd you say earlier? A I don't know. Mimi's Cafe, Sizzler. Where you, do you know what where the do kids you... do today that I think is wrong is wearing oh, your oh, wait, pants wait, hold around on. your oh, ass. Right. What? Go on. Where? I mean, that's a fad that came and stayed. Which one? Having your pants hanging around oh down below your ass. It still still goes it's on. Still a thing. Really? In my neighborhood, and it makes you so mad. It doesn't make any sense. People walking around with their hands uh, holding was, their pants up. I was going to get into interactive theater, but go ahead. No, no, go that's ahead. I've done. Boomer. I just had to talk, say that. Talk about falling pants. I'm not a boomer. I missed it by a year. Interactive theater, go. All right. I went to this uh, show, or I was invited by a friend of the show, John Enbaum. He uh, said, "Oh, let's go to this thing. They meet you at the corner of some place, uh, just right on, right up the street from you, and um, 
Did you take the 10? I took the 10 and I got off at Arlington. Sucks. Yeah. yeah. 10's rough. And I was at a corner and then like just some guy comes, walks up and like meets you and the show is only one or two people at a time and it, they take you... <laughs> They take your wallet, and then they leave. And it was the <laughs> most amazing experience ever. I felt, never felt so alive before. Alive! I can't wait to get the soundtrack. Yeah, it's great. I can sing along to all the songs. No, they, and they, it's so short. Yeah, yeah. That was it. I was... I mean, the tickets were only 10 bucks. I mean, I did lose my wallet, but yeah. tickets were only 10 bucks. But no, they it's take pay you, what you into have. a... They basically... You, the, the, the conceit is that you... you um, inherit or, or you buy in auction a uh, a storage space and then you go through the storage space and all these audio tapes and then you play them and it's the closest thing to a video game I've ever done live you know and then mm. like as you go through it they're like little puzzles and stuff like that but and it was just really beautifully done and uh, uh, this sort of comes out like where there's a a renaissance of sorts of uh, sort of like interactive theater after sleep no more this show uh, a Macbeth show in in uh, started in Brooklyn. Now it's in in Manhattan. It's uh, basically you you go into this What's hotel. What subway stop? What's that? <laughs> How do you get there? How do you get there? What train? Take oh, the, uh, uh, the R, the, uh, the L. I think we took the four, five, six. I don't okay. know something like yeah. that. But what'd you get off at? Uh, no, it's at the other side. One, two, three. But anyhow, there, no, there's one that goes right there. I haven't actually seen it, but um, it is a an interactive theater thing that. Yeah, I guess it's Tony and Tina's wedding. wedding. Yeah. Like th- it's, sort of. it's been a thing, I guess, for a while, right? And mm-hmm. have you ever participated in any of these mm, things? No, not that I can think of. No. It doesn't interest you at all? No, it, it totally interests me. Yeah. yeah, it sounds it sounds really interesting. Yeah. And that's why it interests me. I like to say interest a lot. Mm, I'm interested in my... It like seems, uh, it, it, for some reason, it, it makes me think of escape rooms as sort of a... Well, this one another, was almost like an I mean, escape yeah, room. Yeah. But the interactive things I've been to have not been like that. They've been more just like, just interactive, like you sort of sit there and things happen. Um, but you get to see it from multiple angles and, and sort of walk through it. But um, this is kind of a growing thing. Uh, but this one was like a video game, and it actually made me made me want to play a video game because I was like, "Oh, this is like a video game, except like the acting is less good." And right. Well, you know. that's that's. I think that's the rub. Yeah. yeah. As they say, is it? Um, I think uh, that there is a a way of experiencing uh, presentations like movies and theater, and then there is interactive experiences like video games and. Um, like sex, I don't know. And uh, yeah, I wouldn't know either. Go on, um, <laughs> dumb. <laughs> it's a dumb so waste I hear. Of time. Um, but uh, yeah, I I think that it's not easy to pull off. I think that's really the the reason that it's um, hasn't taken off. It, and and the experience is, it's it's a different thing for everyone. You know, everybody has a different experience. And like you guys were talking about that. Um, Haunted house you went to. Yeah, that was interactive. Yeah, and haunted houses are interactive, and and for the most part, they they kind of they don't they don't work as actually uh, emotional experiences. They're kind of thrills, but I I don't think that there's a big difference. You guys went to a, a grown up one, and I've never really been to that kind of thing, but I've been to some really fun high school or junior high ones, and I imagine it's almost the same thing. It's like 
you you don't if you you don't get completely emotionally involved because um, you want to maintain some safety. So this actually brings a, up an interesting question about interactive media. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's the Black Mirror thing that was interactive that you liked very much. The uh, Bandersnatch, Bumble Snatch. Yeah, that was uh, um, game like. Yes, and and then there's been some narrative games, like uh, I don't know what uh, something with about Edith Finch. Um, you know these very sort of narrative stories. Uh, but have any of those moved you emotionally? I can't think of any. I, I think so. Do the you whole think that the that the interactivity yeah. is bad? In no, terms I think it's challenging as an artist to create something that uh, is a story but has branching uh, themes. And and Bandersnatch is a really good example of of both how it can work and how it's challenging because Bandersnatch has a whole bunch of dead ends, right? Yeah. And and but so you keep playing it though. You keep playing it, but the dead ends happen pretty quickly. You take the wrong turn and it's over. Right. Right. That drives and, you to play the game or watch the movie or however you want to say it again. Right. You don't but, feel satisfied if Star Wars happens and Luke goes, No, nah, I'm not I'm not going. That's uh, okay. I'll, I'll just again. stay here. Right. Yeah. So you're like, mm, that doesn't feel like a story. Yeah. Uh, Aunt right. Peru survived and she made him some Blue milk. Blue milk. Yeah. yeah. That's a uh so when you're talking about Bandersnatch or Choose Your Own Adventure, you're talking about a branch where you it's binary, right? And you yes. can, and you contrast that with like Red Dead Redemption or a, an open world video game where you don't actually have a story, but you can go anywhere because the the uh, computer is uh, or there's a new one called like uh, Million Planets or something like that. Well, you can go. Yeah, you can it's literally Million Planets. Is it what it's called? No, it's not. I don't know. There's there's you can there's infinite possibilities. Yeah, you, you can, but but there's nobody guiding you through a story. Yes. So you're not having uh, a emotional experience or an, a a artistic expression right. slash emotional experience that's curated uh, by a uh, creator. That's but, interesting. But that's like a, a, a adult sort of Lego game. Like No Man's Sky is the game you're thinking of, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's just sort of like, all right, well, I'll, I'll just play. But there's no emotional like through line there. Mm-hmm. That's, I I hate talking about what I'm working on because that's just my brand. But what, I'm, what are you working on? I'm working on this thing. Uh, it's a show that's exploring how artificial intelligence and the creative class are working together and will work together in the future. To and they're doing us like, all. well, I, I picked the creative class so it's it, it's a, a smaller world and you know we all like comedy and movies and podcasts. Well, not this podcast, but good ones and uh, like they're getting to the point where they can create this without us and i i want to mm. like it's kind of a social experiment show and one of the things we we're talking about was some machine learning that you feed it a little information and it churns and it gives you jokes about you like imagine if they took my brain and i just john says something about new hampshire and then it, it makes a fart joke and as you guys were talking about that i was thinking like oh yeah that's sort of the problem with interactive theater is it's constrained by that tree that branches out, it can only go so far and it's got to entertain all these random humans in, in the audience. But imagine if like it had access to your social media, if it being AI controlled by someone like someone creates a world, but what if it knew stuff about you? So you could, were emotionally it engaged. Could, yeah. And, and it was like telling a story like, like, Holy shit, this is the story of my mom. That's like, the name of my mom. Yeah. yeah. Like, like 
just in the way that you give a magician some information and then they do a, you know, oh, I can... Or a psychic. Or a psychic, yeah. Yeah. But I I, I was like, oh, that could kind of be interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For the future of theater and using a machine to help Rather than a writer to sit down Are you and go, listening, Mark Zuckerberg. I don't know. It's just it was no. I think it, it's great. It, it was very curious because I, went, I did go see a magician show where I'm convinced that he did go on social media and like mind people. Right, but that's just one guy, and like, imagine if you knew, like, no, you go in and you answer oh, a questionnaire, yeah, yeah. or you or don't even need to. They just know your. They know. They take your name your, and they just look at you. A cookie, and then the actors are getting like lines, and then or how, however it it is, you know, however it's realized. But imagine, like, if you went there and you're like, holy shit, this was a dream I had recently. Like, yeah. holy fuck. So here is my uh, call to action. I, I want to know what people. Uh, what interactive theater, TV, video game has been generated in an, an emotional reaction from you guys? Uh, for me, I, it would be Firewatch. It's a it's a, a first person sort of a, a, like not an adventure. It's just a, a story, and it's not that challenging. But it is. It was very well acted. Uh, Rich Summer, who's uh, from Mad Men and uh, Mad Men. And it was great. It really, really good. I think you can get it for like five or six bucks. Um, and it'll take you like a day to do. But Did you ever see Sheer Madness? No, but it was always in Boston. It was always downtown. Yeah. What What was it? Like a musical? No, it's a, it's a uh, comedy uh, murder mystery where the audience it's, it chooses the who uh, done it. But when and I was in Austin, I, th- I went to a party that was a murder mystery hosted by a guy who does it on the weekends, but he's a lawyer. Mm-hmm. And it was fucking horrendous. It yeah, was horribly and that's the thing, acted. Like, if you have a like bad actors, is that's a, the reason why Firewatch was good is because Rich Summers is a really good actor. But also, if you give too much choice and you let people decide stuff, they pick shitty. It, it was just it was hacky, and everyone was just drinking, and it was just an excuse to put on period clothing because it was set in the roaring twenties. And I was like, this is fucking dumb. I don't well, want to be Sheer here. Sheer Madness was really fun. It was set in a. Uh, it was basically a murder that was set in a. Um, uh, barber shop, barber shop, yeah. and um, and the audience would pick who they thought did it in uh, after the end of the first act, and in the second act was like mostly improvised, but to they justify, but they they've been doing it for t- twenty five yeah. years, so that if somebody asked a question, you know, they said uh, they like one piece of evidence was the toothbrush, and they said he used this toothbrush, and then somebody oh, inevitably would say, is it wet, and the detective would hold it up and. And rub his hand on it, and water would spritz off of it. You know? Yeah, just like imagine if you fed every mystery novel into yeah. some machine no, learning thing, and it like right. created a new one I each night. That, that, like, that would be great fucking, idea. That let's is, do it. Let's start coding, guys. Oh yeah, because you're asking the right people for that. <laughs> the other call to action is I want to talk about um, because as we approach the end of the year, we're uh, talking about things uh, that are great from the decade. And this is not just about movies and TV and music, but also uh, podcasts. My wedding was this decade? Your, Your wedding, wedding. My wedding. Yeah. The best two. weddings of the decade? Top top, top two. two. Yeah. Top two. I think mine's uh, number one. You were, you were great in the previous decade. Uh, decade? Or was it before that? It was more 60s? than... 60s? 60s? <laughs> Uh, so who was president? It was, yeah. was he wearing a powdered wig? Yeah. He was got there electricity? by Mamie Eisenhower. Ooh. Um, so that uh, podcasts, YouTube channels, like just whatever media, like the media landscape has changed. And I would love to know what you guys thought of it and about our decline in this decade, uh, our being this podcast. But, mm. um, and then, 
we sh- we should watch something this week. Why don't you guys finish the movie okay, that you we'll enjoyed the, so much? We'll we can discuss it. And we'll talk about it next week. John, if you get the chance, you should watch um, Fury Road. Fury Road. I Mad just want to throw in another great movie uh, okay. that I... That I need to point it. Point well, well the thing about eighth grade is... Uh, it's just pointing at you from a different direction. I saw when I had movie, What was it called? Movie, movie Pass? What was it? The movie movie Pass, yeah. Movie Pass. You had that in eighth grade? No, I... <laughs> Wait, I had it. That was like last year. I had days? it for a week. Okay. And I saw a bunch of good movies of like eighth grade. And then the other one I saw was Blind Spotting. Do you ever, ever see that movie? Nope. Not a movie. Really great. Oh yeah, you talked about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's a really great yeah. movie. Okay. Uh, Tyson said that Grand Theft Auto Four and Red Dead Redemption One and The Darkness uh, were some things that he liked. Mm-hmm. I don't know what those things are. Your video no. games. Oh, okay. I'll take your word for it. You don't know Grand Theft Auto? Uh, no. What no. What is this? A, a play? Yeah. Which well, one of the uh, uh, Greek it tragedy? On Broadway. I don't know it. Uh, I do actually. Next week, let's talk about Death Stranding. The fuck is that? It's a video game. Oh, okay. Oh, it is. Yeah. I thought it was a, a way of handling people like Judith. Uh, what's your name? Goss Gossadoff. Judith Light. Um. Oh yeah, uh, no. Death Stranding is a. It's a. The guy from Norm Reedus is that his name? Uh, it's his name's Jap- Norm Reedus. Yeah, it's he. He the plays guy from Norm Reedus. His name is a, Norm Reedus. He's the actor who plays. Who stars in Death Stranding, and basically, it's about a guy who has to just carry shit all through the wasteland. And okay, it's supposed to be fantastic for some people and deathly boring for other people. So I'm interested in what it's like. I don't have a video game console to play it. It won't come out on PC until next year. But I don't really play games. But I, I'm mm-hmm. it's so fascinating because people like George Miller, the director of Fury Road, you can go on YouTube and he talks glowingly about how the the guy who created it just really understands like the how to. Um, sort of push the boundaries of art and it's very interesting to, to hear and I'm interested in what you guys think. What um, if you had, had an interactive uh, story where at the very beginning you can make a choice and then if you do make that choice then everything is really boring and nothing happens for That's like, called Death Stranding. Oh, I see. Yeah. So that's what it is? Yeah. I see. Yeah. And apparently there are a lot of different theories of why it's so boring and why that boringness is so good. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah. that sounds like something for people who have a lot of time. Listeners oh, of this yeah. show. Oh. Yeah, as we head into hour three. Yeah. All right. That, <laughs> that's, um, that's it for us, guys. Uh, please fill our mail sack. I will post uh, both episodes. So if you're hearing this and you missed last week, go back and you'll hear last week as well. And send us emails at noonerpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, Sylvain BBB. Uh, Steven Kruger with a PH in it. Marty U. Cass Cardenas. I'm not the guy that beat week. up... Uh, Judith. So you say, well, let's yeah. let, so let justice us off. take its course. Okay. Jesus, what a who hits an old person? You do, apparently. Allegedly. Do. All right, we'll see you next Tuesday.
This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio.